Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Welcome to the Game Room podcast, the welcomiest, gamiest, roomiest podcast. Sure. Is it is it gamey like with the thing you don't want your food to taste like? Now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, uh, but who am I? I'm your host, Michael McLeod. Joining me today is going to be my two other hosts, the two other people uh, that host this thing, Dwight Robinson and Jonathan Duffer. You're how are you, gentlemen, tonight? Doing all Doing right, pretty good. Yeah. Yay! Feeling gamey. Feeling, Feeling gamey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to love dark meat on like chicken. And then I transitioned to white meat, and I'm, now I'm like a white meat guy. I can still eat dark meat, <laughs> like chicken and turkey, but for some reason There's I like white there meat somewhere. a lot more now. But we'll leave it alone. We, yeah, there is, there <laughs> is <laughs> but we have, de- <laughs> we have deviated. Guys, this is the 100th episode. This is the 100th episode of this podcast. Can you believe it? We made it this long. Nobody's died yet. This is crazy. <laughs> That's great. Uh, knock on wood. I'm not going to knock, because that might sound weird on the recording. But so we're gonna do things a little different today. For one, the second part of the episode, which I don't know, I don't know how this episode is gonna go. We're just gonna roll with it. Uh, mm-hmm. The second part of this episode, we're gonna be giving you our top 100, a- aka 34 from each of us. So I guess technically 102, yes. our favorite games ever, like of all time. We made this list a while ago. Dwight doesn't remember. It's gonna be a surprise for yeah, him. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm looking through this list now. But, <laughs> But that, but that's fine. Like, wow, this guy um, made some good picks. <laughs> but real quick, though, real quick, and you know, usually we're talking about what we've been playing. I don't want to do that this time. So what I did last night, actually, and I was going to do more, but you know what? This was this took way more work than I thought already, so I stopped. <laughs> I just have some statistics for over the last year of just some different things that have happened with the podcast. So okay. for yeah, so for one. Jonathan, do you remember your first episode? Because you were not originally part of the crew originally. You were a guest character. Correct. And actually, you... I, I do remember my first episode. And okay. You can't, you can't actually hear it on Spotify because it's only on YouTube. <laughs> it was like Is episode. It, not? it was like episode six, and there's like two, ep- six and seven are like missing from Spotify. Be- you sure them. about all that? Uh, I'm. I'm sure. 100 percent sure <laughs> i am not 100 percent sure about that but uh there's a there's a thing there's a thing where you were like uh there were some audio problems with it and i didn't really like those episodes so i just didn't upload them so it's like okay well i think i remember i, I, I don't know i don't remember i have you on the first one or not. i have you as joining on episode seven uh which is which is yeah. called super jumping the gun 64. yes super jumping the gun 64 yep yep episode seven so yeah i remember we have a couple of lost episodes now those episodes are available like you can listen to them but i mean they're kind of the older form episodes at this point so but yeah so that's the first episode that that you were on of course dwight and i were both on episode number one Mm-hmm. Uh, which is called the TBD video game podcast. <laughs> we do not have a name for the thing yet. When we started the whole thing, we were trying to come up with a name for the show, but the, it, it was coming up real soon that the PlayStation yeah, 5 was, was getting ready to be revealed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was it. So we were going to talk about that. And, of course, my phone wants to talk to me. <laughs> and we were like, man, we just need to record this thing. We'll just, we'll just figure it out afterwards. So it was the TBD video game podcast i didn't even have a logo so i used a playstation 5 controller but i do have the list of the some of the names that we were thinking of at the time i know we workshopped quite a few names the problem with coming up with a name for a podcast is man all the good ones are taken i wouldn't say they're all good taken but like a lot of the ones i thought i was being so clever 
<laughs> and then you go look it up and you're like son of a bitch yep. <laughs> that's already there just like if you're it's like, like playing an mmo or a game and you have to think of a name if your character but it's checking against everybody else who's already playing and it's just like damn it yeah <laughs> I have yeah. to name my character I guess I have Thunder <laughs> or something. Thunder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you can't even be Gathunder. You have to be Gathunder eight seven one nine and some shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, I hate hashtag that. hashtag. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm gonna go over some of those names we came up with. I came up with two that I really liked. The one that I I, I was gonna originally go with was digressing and side questing. That's taken. That's a YouTube channel. Is it really? Oh. Yep. Wow. The other one I really, really liked, and it's actually the uh, what I wanted to do, and there's a little, a little bit of a story behind it. Was it was called Happy Game Time Go, oh. and the reason I wanted to go with that is I used to work at this place called Borders, which was a bookstore that's been out of business for a while. But you know, occasionally you get those stupid customers in any store. Oh, you yeah. work at retail, you're <laughs> going to get dumb. You're going to get dumb customers. Mm. But whenever somebody would come up and ask just a completely ridiculous question or like just something bizarre happened or something like that, me and uh, a guy named Steven we would uh, look at each other like, have you ever watched a Japanese reality show where it's like mm. they, when something happens, they just go, oh, and they <laughs> look at the screen yeah. and they just yell something. Mm. So we, we would act like we were on a reality show and we would just go, happy game time go or happy book time go. That's what we called it. <laughs> happy book time go. <laughs> like we were being filmed or something. But uh, yeah, happy game time go was one that got shot down from several people. So I was just like, well, I guess that one's not a go. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it is. It was a happy book time or happy game time. Not go, <laughs> not go. Yep. <laughs> I did. I wanted it to sound video game me, mm-hmm. which was a problem we had when we came up with uh, no podcast. That was a Cesar thing. Uh, that was a podcast I used to be on. I was on that episode on that show for 100 episodes, and after that, I decided nah. But that show is called No Outside Food or Drink. Which, if you think about it, it's a movie thing. But it's not an anything thing. It, if if you were to look that up, and even their logo, if you didn't know or didn't read it was about video games, like there'd be no way you would know about video. You know, it had anything to do with video games. So yeah, that's I was like, it has to be about video games. So some of the ones Dwight came up with, or I, well, I don't know. We both came up with these, and I don't remember who came up with what. But we got hit point heroes, XP grinding, XP chasers, dual feedback, synaptic feedback. I think dual feedback um, was me, yeah. <laughs> I think dual feedback was one. you. Mm. Of course, it wouldn't really uh, work now, but... Right, well, yeah. I, th- I think... I triple feedback. I, just, <laughs> I think the reason I decided not to go with dual feedback was because I always knew that eventually we'd probably grow our ranks. Mm. It, we wouldn't just, it wouldn't just be two of us, so... Uh, but those are some of the early ones. I had a bigger list, but of course I can't see it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys know the first game we ever mentioned on the podcast? Can you think back? I know Dwight probably can't, but think about think about it. The first game we ever brought up on this show. I definitely don't remember. So it would have Besides to be from that PS5. Okay. You, I like your train of thought, Jonathan. Did you watch <laughs> um, that PlayStation 5 thing, if you remember that? I, I've listened to that episode a couple of different times. Was it's it Spider-Man? not a great episode. Nope. No. It was, was it's the, the game you would not... You would not believe the first game we mentioned on the show it is was not it, a game that was it the um hold on the uh it's not a game we would typically the hell's that robot talk about oh, was it astro's nah. playroom astro's playroom nope 
Nope. Yeah, I definitely don't I'll just gonna, I definitely I'll just go and tell you guys it was Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> That was the first oh, game. Oh, because that was the first game they showed ever, at that at that presentation. Oh, that's we right. Yeah, yeah. We talked about yeah, at that presentation. Was like, oh, Grand Theft Auto. Wait, this is just five. <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again. I remember that, and it was such a long trailer. <laughs> that was such a random. It's like, thing. yeah, we know what Grand Theft Auto is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first game ever mentioned on the show, which I think is hilarious considering like none of us really like Grand Theft Auto, but it was it's it's. Cemented in history is the first game we've ever talked about. Oh. I also kind of just sporadically went through some episodes, see if I could hear some reoccurring themes. This is over the course of months. Uh, I've been kind of listening to the show again. And some of the most games that we talked about, I, I three popped out. Mm. Three kept coming up over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Caravan yeah, Stories. <laughs> Caravan Stories is one of them. Yep. Mm. That's one of them. There's two more that, that got brought up quite a bit. You guys want to take a hazard? Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell is the yeah. one or the other. And there was one that Dwight and I played on and off pretty frequently throughout its entire run. I want to say, is it Avengers? Some super. It is Avengers. Ah, Good job. Yep. We talked about Avengers a lot, hmm. <laughs> like a lot, from its inception to like us playing it to Whoa. not liking it to liking it oh. the beta. You know, coming back to it, Avengers was talked about quite a bit. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you did talk about the beta. Yeah, mm. we t- it, from the beta till even recently, I think uh, mm. you had jumped back on it up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally uh, we've had three it the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a heavy install. It, yeah, it's it was like huge. It's, it had to go. It's, it's a re- yeah. I I uninstalled Starfield from my Series X. It's on my Series S, but it's mm. like yeah, I I need that space. <laughs> we've had three intro musics mm. in this entire time. Mm. We've had the one we've had now is stuck around for the longest but we started off with one from jeremy blake this is all freeware music but it's called power up if you ever want to look that up the reason why i stopped using is that because i actually one? did no that's not the metric oh, gotcha. one uh the reason why i stopped using power up was i subscribed to a youtube channel called uh triple jump hmm. and they use it i didn't realize <laughs> and i was like son of a bitch <laughs> 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 They're way more popular than us, so you know what? I don't want to be accused of stealing, even though I think I think we used it first. But yeah, I mean that's gonna uh, so that's bound to happen when you use like it's bound. Stuff. Eh, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Freeware. Um, it's not freeware, but you know. You uh, but one. yeah, my the one Dwight is referencing is uh, it doesn't really have a title because it's uh, a buddy of mine, Johnny. He mixed up a Metroid like hip hop beat type deal we it's used that for favorite. a little while it's still my favorite one <laughs> i, I like the way that. it sounds it does not fit the tone of the show though <laughs> <laughs> like at all really i don't it, it it sounds good it's something i would listen to casually but not like for an intro to a podcast the one we're using now is from the heatley brothers and it's called let's go let's go i've been using yeah yeah we've been using that one for quite some time we have lost uh four uh sorry we have lost one episode completely episode three is gone everywhere mm-hmm. it's gone gone forever i actually uh, we've still had to... have that on uh, on the google drive but it's not it's not posted anywhere well wow. maybe we have to uh we'll have to research it, it that's the that's the video <laughs> yeah. episode i think the only video episode we did right I, I'm not sure. One of them is completely lost, and it's I, I don't have it anywhere. It's episode three. Mm. It's not on. It's not on YouTube. It's not on anywhere I got. So if you have it, cool. Mm. We've had to do four complete re-records for <laughs> episodes due to uh, somebody 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple Somebody different people. Had, yeah, it was it a, couple a couple different, different people. people. But that's all right. <laughs> Majority one person. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. We, we've had to do four different re-records it in happens. totality. Yeah, it happens. We've had five logos the enti- mm. since the entirety oh. of the show. I counted the Spider-Man ep- logo. Spider-Man. Just, but re- we've really had four logos. We had the original one with the PlayStation controller. Uh, we had the one after that I kind of threw together like a graffiti art sort of thing mm-hmm. i'm not a graffiti artist and it's quite evident <laughs> but i put it in there and it looked okay yeah, a little uh, pretty good we had a more simplistic version later on that was a lot easier to read i think the the, the graffiti art i was like you can't really read it unless you like focus mm. on what you're you looking at just squint and move back from the monitor a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 wow. i just realized so, as i said wow. that i was moving away from the microphone i was like that's probably not good for the recording <laughs> it'll it'll be fine <laughs> and then then we had like i say we had one that was the same background as the graffiti art i just you know just put plain white text to make it very obvious what the show was and then we have a current one which i worked on quite a bit actually what was it like a couple years ago at this point so mm-hmm. you know i should have counted the amount of guests 19 18 guests hmm. we've had in the entire ti- entirety of time. I'm going to go and uh, list them off. Now, some of these people, I don't know their full name mm. or who invited them or where they came from. Wow. <laughs> so, they just randomly showed up one time. And like, oh, I'm hey. assuming those people are Dwight's people mm. <laughs> that I just don't really know. So I had I had put Jonathan on there. I mean, you're not a guest at this point, but you were at one point. You were a guest. Yeah. Yeah. You were a guest made, uh, made co-host. Uh, we had Charles Cooley. And Alejandro Valdez for our first episode. Those are like my uh, some friends from work. Another friend from work, we had uh, Darian Wilson. He was on our um, Console Wars episode. Mm. Elliot Dwyer, he was the speedy guy. He was he spat into his microphone quite a bit. And it was quite gross sounding. <laughs> He's not listening to this, so it's fine. He's only on one episode. <laughs> uh, Nick Robinson, Dwight's brother, has been on two episodes. Mm. Belmonte has been on, what, one episode? Because I forgot he was on an episode in totality. Uh, I think he's been on two, actually, if I remember right. I don't remember hearing him, and then you reminded me, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. I don't remember. Um, Definitely been on at least one. Yeah, I know he's been on at least one. I I put other Nick from the Ubisoft episode. Mm. I don't know his last name or if he wants that known. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't want it known because I'm not bleeping it out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. We have (laughs) it. We have uh, Kay, which I'm just going to call her Kay. She's been on two episodes, mm-hmm. the Ubisoft episode, and like episode three or something like that. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a super, yeah. Uh, Richard Bergman has been on a crap ton of episodes, I'd say, mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, at least ten. Metric Brant Mc- ton. Yep. Brant McKee, another uh, no-podcast guy, has been on one episode. Mm-hmm. Joey64, of course, my friend, has been on several. Rods Caden was just on a, nope, he's not on an episode yet. As of this recording, <laughs> Rod's Caden will be. Yeah, you can. Uh, my wife and Dwight's wife have both been on an episode before. Mm-hmm. Jeopardy. Yep, Kia, my friend Kia, has been on two episodes. Uh, also, my friend Joel Truss, or the villainous JP3, if you remember him, mm. he has been there. Mm-hmm. I got Jordan Connolly, LOL Jordan Connolly, he's been on several episodes. Mm-hmm. Nintendo fangirl yep. has been on two episodes, and Jamie and what? Which uh, Nintendo fangirl who, was for one? who? I remember Nintendo fangirl has been on one episode with both of us and one episode with just me. Mm. So I was trying you to remember were... which one was the, with the both of you, but 
Okay. So I can, I can tell you the one because actually I looked at all of our titles and I think back in the day when I used to just kind of pick a random like whatever mm-hmm. title, I think that's my favorite title of all. And the episode is from a Nintendo Direct when Bravely Default 2 was announced. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it aggressively mm-hmm. and I named the episode The Bravely Bunch. Uh, I love that title. <laughs> so, was the was the one with just you two? Was that after that one, that episode, or before? Far, much, much, much far after that. Yeah, because yeah, she because she was it was the it was me, new retrospective. Me, yeah, it was me and Joey sixty four and her. Mm. That's all the guests. That's all the info that I have. I was gonna put like how long in totality it would take you to listen to everything. I started to add it up, and I was like, "Nah, this is gonna take forever." <laughs> 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 um, let's just say a long time. Very long take. time. A very long time. Several days. Uh, I think I think the final episode of this season will probably be our longest episode, or at least close to it. It's 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 a beefy boy. Oh, I do have our listening numbers. I don't know oh. if you guys have been keeping up with this. It's not crazy. We are right under seven thousand plays for lifetime right now. You, uh, respectable. Nice. Yeah, we've been around since twenty twenty, the end of twenty twenty. Um well, actually, it's probably about the mid of 2020. We had 89 plays that year, mm. which is pathetic. <laughs> I mean, we just started out. But so, for you just know. starting, you mm. mean, yeah. yeah. For the whole year. So we did a lot better in 2021. We we got uh, 1,598 plays that year. Interesting. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 2022, that's when the show format changed. We got Jonathan, new logo. We uh, That's when we upped everything, and we went away from the news formula. Because I think the news... At least to me, it's just like everyone does that, right? Mm-hmm. And with this, the way we do things now, you can go look at our page and be like, oh, I want to hear about what Sega is doing wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's not time-sensitive information. So. Right. right. Yeah. 2022, we had 3175 plays. So we that's, we jumped up quite mm-hmm. a bit. And uh, so far for the year this year, we've had 2103 but again, we you know we're only halfway through the year. We're probably going to beat last year's. That's, That's really nice. Cool. Yeah. 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 A little, a little, little bit of growth every year. I'm actually, we're getting there. It'll take us like ten years. But we'll get there. Jonathan's uh, <laughs> hot tub streams are are doing well for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting our numbers up. I, I am very, oh, yeah. I am very curious about who's who's actually listening, because um, we don't really hear from anyone, but we there are obviously people much. listening somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I, you know, I forgot to mention Matt. Uh, oh yeah, Matt. Or I might, I might have mentioned Matt the last. Uh, he's he's been on several episodes at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I do hear from people <laughs> from time to time though that like Matt found us through the my the podcast page I have on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I do interact with people from Twitter. I probably should be a little more pushy about listening to the show, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Which I think is cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's pretty much an honorary fourth member. So at this yeah, point. at this point, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's well, been on it's, what it's, seven, six, six episodes now. Uh, f- I think five, five. If I'm not mistaken, mm. I think he's been on five episodes. But I mean, he's you know he's been a person I've talked to, and he's like, hey, you need somebody? I'm like, you know, I didn't plan on it, but sure, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Might as well. As long as I'm, t- I, you know, I tell him it's like, hey, you know, if you, if you're a fan of the subject matter and you 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 want to talk about it, and you have enthusiastic, you know, enthusiasm about it. As long as I don't have something planned already, rock and roll, let's go. Mm. Anybody got any more piece? I just wanted to throw out some of those little tidbits, mm. you know. Nuggets of wisdom. Um, nuggets of wisdom, little bit of statistics for you guys. Statistics. I think 
Um, this is just like off the top of my head. I think probably my favorite episode title is still Stumpy Muscle Bucket. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what that was. <laughs> I do was love about. Stumpy Muscle. That was uh, I do. about Gears of it was War. About, it was about. Uh, <laughs> I think it specifically was about Batman. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, it was about yeah. Batman. Yeah. Batman in Arkham Knight uh, yeah. looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. crazy in there. Yes. Oh man, he looks like a damn gorilla, and I'm just I'm it's, not down and, with it. And it's funny because uh, he doesn't look like that in uh, in uh, Gotham Knights. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like that in any of the other yeah. ones. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why do you look so ridiculous in this one particular <laughs> game? This is so stupid. I'm actually. Yeah, that's pretty funny. You know, it's it, you're talking about um, Arkham City or Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Because I remember, like, the texture on his suit makes it look almost like it's Kevlar, but then it's also bursting at the seams from all his muscle. So I'm like, <laughs> how did he get Kevlar to mold around all his muscle? <laughs> so it's just it's weird. I guess it's like a Kevlar fabric or something. It's, who knows? It's Batman. It's Batman. He's rich. Sure. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> That's and it actually has, like, very little, true. Like, he, rivets he is rich. In some of the you know some of the the armor pieces, and it's like, what? Yeah. How the hell? It, it, <laughs> It does look very over-designed. <laughs> oh, man. It is very over-designed. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I got. I don't know if anybody got anything else he's got, to throw like, into there. he got, trunk neck. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Brock Lesnar in a, in a damn, <laughs> in a bat suit. It's hilarious. That's actually not too far off from, from yeah, what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, man. It's actually probably closer uh, to, like, like um, Batman uh, animated series uh, where he he like the, the like in the Superman animated series too, where they had those weird proportions. Their mm. chests are like massive, and they have these tiny little yeah. waist and <laughs> the tiny legs and everything. And their chests are like this. <laughs> mm. That's kind of like that one um, infamous comic cover of like Captain America, and he's to his side like this, and his chest is like out here. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the so oh, all right. Lord. I actually got a point. I need to send you a video. There's actually a. Uh, it's a it's a YouTuber I like to watch. His name is Panels to Pixels. He used to do comic book. All his content was like comic book, uh, video game stuff. Mm. That's what it used to be. Mm. Now he does more just like generic comic stuff. Mm. But he he breaks down that image, and it's actually right. Mm. Is he it like just, turned to like it an doesn't or something? Or? It doesn't look right, but it is correct. <laughs> so. I'll send you the video. I'm gonna put the video Hard on the team's doubt. chat. Uh, so Hard doubt. Hard <laughs> doubt. I'm, I'm pressing X to doubt right now. Super doubt. <laughs> I'd have to nope. see it. I, I'll, I'll hear Jason. <laughs> Jason. Nope. I'll send. I'll send. I'll send you guys that video. But yeah, definitely, definitely check him out, listeners. To uh, panels of pixels are great. I would love to get him on like a superhero episode or something. I don't know if he would do mm-hmm. it, but I mean, just throwing that out there. I would definitely like to get more youtubers on or like mm. specialization people like so if we have a superhero episode have him or something I think that would be i'm gonna cool tell episode. you the least helpful thing that people always <laughs> tell me when uh asking girls out the worst thing they can say is no you know it's the that's probably not the <laughs> worst is, thing that is say. that is like get away from me freak followed by mace it's probably the worst it's like one of the worst like pieces of advice i you always hear is it's very yep. stupid <laughs> yeah i hate it yeah i was gonna it's say like, you need to leave <laughs> <laughs> that um my, i know my brother would be ecstatic to get on a superhero video game uh episode because uh, it's still on it's still on our list of like you know mm-hmm. uh, backlog mm-hmm. episode things uh it's just it hasn't really fit into the mm-hmm. canon Spider-Man. at any point so mm-hmm. 
Yep. <laughs> but if nobody's got anything else, any more little nuggets about the show, we'll go ahead and take our break. When we come back, we're going to be giving you our favorite 100 games ever Correct. made. Mm. Yes. Yes. Very, so. very important to make that distinction. Very important Otherwise, to make that there distinction. Could be a lot of angry people in the comments. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure there will be. But um, yeah. So we'll see you then. Welcome back. We're back. These are what we're doing here. I already forgot. This is a common <laughs> thing of this episode, of this show right here, is me just blanking. Anyway, whatever. we we are of that age where we just randomly forget things. You know, sometimes you just you just get old. Yeah. It happens. I've been at that age for but ten no. years now. <laughs> oh man, yeah. bro, I've, I've been at that age for like thirty years now. <laughs> this point, so it's, yeah, it's crazy. I think if if yeah if we were to give tags to people, I would definitely be old man. Like. <laughs> Even but, though you're probably um, younger than both of us. What? No. Aren't you? Mm-mm. No. I'm older than both mm-hmm. of you. Are you? For sure. Oh, okay. Definitely. Anyway, this episode we're going to be giving you our favorite 100 games of all time stipulations, and I think I just made the stipulation for the break. These are our favorite, not the best. Yes. There are definitely games I would recommend more, but these are our favorite. Uh, we're going to do. 34 each so it's 102 whatever also uh know that these lists change for everybody all the time my top two have been cemented that way for quite some time (laughs) but i'm not saying they can't change i'm just saying they haven't in years also um i i made the stipulation when we made this list that definitely put your top at your number one pick yeah 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 yeah. but you know the other ones are kind of in random order Mm -hmm. i would kind of uh-huh. say my number two is definitely my number two but it may not be the same for these guys yeah mine uh, are definitely in completely random order except for the number one okay mm. well yeah minor minor <laughs> random except for one and two so uh i'm gonna go ahead and set the pace this might take a while so we're gonna kind of breeze through this okay. uh we ain't gotta go crazy but yeah uh so my number uh, so number 100 i'm gonna give to star wars knights of the old republic which should be getting hopefully that remake eventually, possibly. I don't know, oh, yeah, maybe. If you've, if you've never played this game, it is one of the best examples of A, Bioware, and B, Star Wars media. Is that Bioware? Yeah. It is yeah, Bioware. It huh. Pre-Mass Effect, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It Actually, Mass Effect evolved it did t- a yeah, little it bit took a lot it. of stuff from KOTOR. It took, it took yeah. a lot from Knights of the Republic. So, uh, amazing story, amazing twist, amazing characters. Uh, remember when you were playing Mass Effect, I kept calling uh, Caden Karth. Oh, Karth yeah. is from Knights of the Republic. Because so, <laughs> it's the same exact guy. It's the same guy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Knights of the Old Republic, man. If you can get a hold of it, it's on everything at this point, I think, except for PlayStation for now. Mm. But ah. play it. It's fantastic. Mm. I tried playing it. I got a little into it and fell off. But Same here. Maybe I'll times. go back for the remake. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Um Yep, so my uh, first one is going to be God of Thunder. I've talked about this on the podcast before, so I'm not going to go too in-depth. But uh, it's a a Zelda-like puzzle game. Um, You are are Thor, the God of Thunder. (laughs) And you have the the hammer Mjolnir, which you you throw at enemies, and it boomerangs and returns to you. You use that boomerang ability to solve puzzles, uh, hit, like, out-of-reach things, that sort of thing. So... um, a lot of puzzle, a lot of puzzle solving, with you know combat thrown in there. So it's really good. Um, it's a DOS game. You can run it in DOSBox pretty easily, and it is free. 
Um, I think you can download nice. it on Steam, actually. But if you can't, there are other places that you can download it because uh, it was released as freeware a uh, while ago, actually. So, huh. excellent game. Yeah. yeah, it is on Steam. So, there you go. Excellent. Um, free is a good price. Yes, free is a very good price. <laughs> yep. So, Dynamite Cop is the next one. Pretty awesome. Probably one of the my favorite arcade 3D beat-em-ups of all time. Awesome game. Uh, played on Dreamcast a lot. It's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. I, I have to agree with you. Mm. Uh, number 97. I got Ghost of Tsushima, which is uh, kind of weaseling its way into this list here. It almost <laughs> got cut a few times, but... If you love love Japanese culture, even if you just like good games, man, it's a it's a it's a good game. It's a beautiful game. I can't wait for a sequel or for it to come to PC so more people can experience it. Um, all right, my number ninety six is Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, which I have also talked on this podcast about before. Um, excellent game. It starts at Helm's Deep and goes through a bunch of the battles in the in the movies. Yeah, I can't. I mean, this is one of the first. This is one of the first this is the only like uh beat-em-up that i've actually played 3D i think yeah. 3d beat-em-up mm-hmm. so yeah it's a lot of fun definitely encourage you to play this if you can probably your best bet is to play the gamecube version because as i've mentioned before the windows version does not play when i with windows 10 anymore because of the <laughs> safe disk or uh not safe yeah safe disk stuff so mm-hmm. yeah it's gamecube ps2 and xbox it's, oh, that's right i keep on. forgetting it came yeah. out of those systems too yeah, it's on everything. Yeah, so Tales of Zillia. Um, I was actually kind of going back and forth on whether I should change this to Arise or not. But I think I, I keep it on at Zillia. That was the first Tales game that I really got into on PS3. Love that game. Um, I think it's also one of the most convincing romantic subplots in a JRPG that I've oh. played. Because it's not really... I mean, a lot of games have that aspect, but it's not really a thing. It just happens, and it just doesn't really... You know, this one, I think it's 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 pretty good. It's really well done, so um, definitely recommend it. I think it's only on PS3, though. I don't think they've ever re-released it on anything. Uh, I can confirm this. It is only on PS3 mm-hmm. currently. Womp womp. Womp womp. <laughs> For number 94, I'm going to give you Splatoon. The original Splatoon. They're all great. Mm-hmm. One, two, and three, but I specifically like the original Splatoon because it's simplistic, mm. and I do tend to like simplistic versions of things. There's not a million guns. Mm. There's not a million modes. Nope, you could just jump in, you know, have fun with a few little modes. Has a great single mm. player. It's not overly complicated, and uh, if you do like it, you know, you got Splatoon uh, two and three to move on to. But Splatoon one is a great Wii U game. I'd have to say that's kind of what. Uh, scared me away from three because there's a lot of weapons in three. There's so it's, much. It's, I think it's, it's so borderline much. too much. Where I'm just like, uh... mm, I, I'm I'm on the same page with you. But yeah. yeah. Ninety three is uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl. I'm sure this is going to be controversial. I don't really care because <laughs> it had an amazing single player campaign. Hey, it's, and, it's yours. And the exactly. best theme song. And Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> and the best theme song. Yes. So. <laughs> Um, and the boss rush, boss, boss rush, rush is really fun. Yes, tripping, don't care, go <laughs> cry in your suit or something. Um, <laughs> uh, I love Brawl. Plus, it, it, it brought a lot of uh, interesting characters in, too. 
because mm-hmm. uh, it brought like mm-hmm. Sonic and and some of the other uh, interesting ones. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Solid but, Snake. Solid um, Snake. Solid Snake. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's it, it did. It did yeah. uh, break open the floodgates on that. But yeah, I was gonna say those were the first two non-Nintendo characters to make it into the game. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. So, yeah. There you go. So excellent uh, for all of those reasons. Mm-hmm. I know I played the, the hell yeah, out of it. Yeah, I, I did, did too. Um, I had a mod, the Project M mod. It's amazing on there. I I showed him that because there's Digimon characters in. I sent him mm-hmm. some photos of yep. it. I need to, I need to send it to him so he can yeah, play absolutely. it. I'm still hoping for Omnimon in an official Smash game. The next one they make. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Valkyria, uh, Valkyria Chronicles. Um, I actually like this game a lot. I remember playing it on 360. Well, I'm glad. And um, <laughs> it was uh, it's a tactical RPG where you can move and aim in real time, which I, I thought was pretty cool. Just like the overall design and look of the game is just amazing. Alternate history, World War II. Um, <laughs> JRPG de- uh, developers love doing alternate history, World War II for some strange reason. <laughs> but it's definitely a great game. <laughs> definitely worth the play. Um, but yeah. Do you say this was on on 360? Are you sure? I don't think uh, this was on I think you're right. Doctor I think I played Chronicles? it on PS3, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, so I think it came out on PS3 as a yeah, PS3 exclusive. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't come yeah. out on all of the systems until the sequel. Yeah. And the remake and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can you can get it on I think Xbox One at this point, digital only. Yeah. But yeah. according to Wikipedia, yeah. yeah, Xbox One, but not 360. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not on 360. So. Live corrections. Um, <laughs> live cor- I, Hey, that's what I'm here for. I got that that randomness. But actually. Uh, but, yeah. um, but actually. Yeah. Pushing yeah. up the glasses. Yeah. Uh, so this is definitely a game I've talked quite a bit about. My next one, number ninety-one, is going to be Marvel Ultimate Alliance, mm-hmm. my favorite superhero game. It's got so many awesome characters in it, mm-hmm. and it has the cheesiest story. This is pre-MCU, mm-hmm. so it has no MCU influences at mm-hmm. all. The characters look comic booky. Uh, comic booky. Don't say amazing. They don't look amazing. They're definitely. There's definitely, yeah. this, but I do. Pl- I replay this game yeah, every this couple of years game. just because it, it's it's a great game and it it's so comic booky. Mm-hmm. I don't know the, if we had to attach an adjective to it. Comic booky yeah. is the thing. It's, uh, it's this so is good. definitely a the gang's all here type game or whatever. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> it good. I really wish it was still available to buy because I would love to play online with you guys. Yeah. But unfortunately, you can't unless you have it on something. I have it on. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't think I, either one of you do. So. I definitely second that. I, I definitely co-signed that because I, I think I played it when 360 first launched or whatever. And I was just blown away. Mm. I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. And, you know, that's after playing this game on Legends th- 1 and 2. So I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, this game on 360 also decided everything needed to be shiny. Yeah. As <laughs> Super shiny. They're like, hey, we, we can make it shiny. Let's make it shiny. This whole game is made out of metal. Oh my God. I own this game, by the way, on everything. Everything it ever came out on, I, I think even Luke Cage's so. T-shirt was shiny. <laughs> like <it> was... <laughs> everything, everything looks like it was made out of chrome. Like bloom, it's crazy, crazy ass bloom everywhere. But that was like every crazy. <laughs> if you, I, I will say as a, just I, before we get yeah. off this, if you're gonna play it, play it on eri- or, original. Original Xbox mm. is the best version. It's an HD. It's 720p. Mm. It's the same graphics as the 360 mm. version without all the shiny. And without all the bloom. Interesting. And that's my recommendation mm. on where to play it. All right. Uh, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga is 90. Yay. Not the Skywalker Saga. Skywalker <laughs> Saga is fine, but I think 
uh, the complete saga is it, overall it's a it's a better game it's a cleaner game uh, it's a more mm-hmm. simplistic game um, yeah not as clumsy or random as some of those other games right yeah yeah that was a Star Wars joke <laughs> oh yes 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 exactly <laughs> yes. thank you <laughs> I got gotcha. you <Great. laughs> um, that's actually a funny and actually that's that's a really good comparison uh, oddly enough um, but yeah it's uh yeah it's nice and clean you run around you collect studs you beat up enemies and you know you build and you build stuff and and it's good it's great Um, it's a lego game but it's a great one and it goes through it goes through the first uh six movies um you don't have to worry about the the other ones if you don't want to so (laughs) pretend they don't exist nobody does so you're fine (laughs) uh so yeah uh resident evil 5 and i picked five because i know a lot of people c5 is like the start of the downfall of the resident evil series or whatever but honestly to me it's the most fun one to play out of all of them resident evil 4 is amazing you know don't get me wrong but 5 is the one they keep coming back to and like you know to speed run levels randomly i just re-downloaded it recently and me and my brother are gonna try to like go through the whole thing again on like professional or on like a higher and it looks surprisingly good i have the xbox one version or whatever super fun it game. does it does um, I still think it has the best mercenaries mode, um, but yeah, absolutely. I I agree. Resident Evil Five is a is a underappreciated hit in that series. Uh, also underappreciated number eighty eight. I got Mario Kart Double Dash. Mm. I think probably arguably Mario Kart Eight is better. Arguably, mm. but I like Double Dash because a I like the GameCube and b I love the idea of like that's unique. Out of all of them, being yeah. able, it's unique. Yeah, you have two characters on each cart. One person that takes care of the items, one person that takes care of the driving. Uh, you can play co-op with somebody that doesn't necessarily want to drive. They could just hang out and take care of the items for you. I think that's a lot of fun. So, and also as DK Mountain on it, which is the best Mario Kart level, objectively <laughs> in my opinion, at least. So, objectively, I give you, uh, I'll give you uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. All right, uh, eighty-seven is Zed. So Zed is kind of one of those uh, walking simulator games. There's not a lot of like stuff to do, but it's a very story-driven uh, game. If you like that that sort of thing, you need definitely need to play this one. Um, the best thing about it is the story. You walk through, you get the story. It's, it is definitely a, a it's definitely a tearjerker <laughs> game. So you know, bring your bring your tissues. But um, there's a little bit of of I mean, there's other things to do than just walk around, but that is mostly what you're doing. Um, but really interesting story. I don't want to get into it. Uh, but yeah, definitely play that if you're into that that sort of story-driven experience. I do like those sort of games. Maybe I'll give it a go one day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, my next one here is Front Mission 3. Um, put this one instead of 5, uh, just because Front Mission 3 I've actually beaten, and this is one of those um, <laughs> games that I played on an emulator, which I didn't, I never had it. Um, but oh man, it's an amazing game! One of the early games that really got me into playing tactical RPGs. I don't remember if, if this was the first tactical RPG I've ever played. Honestly, I think the first one I ever played was a Yu Yu Hakusho game on like on Sega Genesis or whatever. Oh wow! Um, but uh, I just got it because it was on it, you know. Anyways, still on the high seas. Um, so Front Mission Three, <laughs> um, I really hope that they do bring this, that they do remake this, because they're they just they announced Front Mission Two. Um, yeah, give us three uh, and five, that'd be great. Um, forget about four, don't worry about four. But yeah, 
No, I think they all need to come out. <laughs> if you have to, I can't guess. just can't just go <laughs> skipping them. <laughs> My next one actually just changed on the fly, uh, just because I felt like it. Because earlier earlier I kicked Act Razor off, and I was like, no, nah, and I had I had Turtles in Time on here, but no, I got to give it to Act Razor. I think Act Razor is a better mm. game, objectively, because it's a single player game, and you know I, mean, I like single player stuff. Mm. You play as God, mm. essentially. And you um, essentially take care of the people. You when you're playing as part of the game, you're playing as a side scroller sort of beat 'em up sort mm. of thing. It's a side scroll action game. And the rest of the game, you actually it's like a city builder when you try to, you know, make your uh, denizens happy and whatnot. Mm. So this is a lot of fun. It's very unique for a Super Nintendo mm. game, and actually even very new, unique by now standards. You've got a remake that's on Switch if you want to give it a go, or just uh, find a way to play the original. I think. Honestly, the original still looks better. Yeah. <laughs> Just has a, has a better style to it. But I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. ActRaiser. All right, 84, Word Rescue. You've probably never heard of this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so this is a... This is a children's game, first of all. Let me... Let me, let me I think I do remember <laughs> this game. Uh, really? Start off with this. Yeah. Do, you re- do you really? I think I do. Honestly. So you play as a little character who jumps around and finds um you hit these little question mark blocks and a word will pop up and then you have to find the picture uh that's associated with this word and you're jumping around like these colorful little like there's a there's a village and there's a a oh, uh, i played this power plant or hmm? you play this? this oh okay oh, i'm looking at a picture yes, of it. i played the, this the before giant fucking caterpillar yeah I do yeah the this. caterpillar yep. so the, the this caterpillar mm-hmm. comes along and and he's he's like the guy who got you into this and you um, use this mm-hmm. slime to like defeat gruzzles, which are the enemies roaming around and stuff. It, it's a cute little game. It's fun. I mean, it, maybe there's a little bit of nostalgia there, and why, which is why I like it so much. But... I would definitely say there's nostalgia. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But it it's cute and it's fun and it's a, a neat little platformer. So they had they um, had this in, too... uh, in a lot of schools, I think. Probably, I did. think that's yeah, probably that probably where I played it. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Math Rescue mm-hmm. is, is a spinoff of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, think, I'm pretty sure you can get it on Steam. Um, you can also get it from 3D Realm's website. Yeah, you can get it on You can get it on Steam. Um, you can also download it from directly from 3D Realm's, I am pretty sure. And it's like five bucks for all three episodes. So, like, <laughs> why not give it? Why not give it a shot? Mm. <laughs> so, mine here is uh, number 83, Lost Odyssey. Um, which I talked about it recently on the on this podcast. Agreed. Um, <laughs> love this game. Ta- we have hasn't aired yet. Yeah. If um, <laughs> it's only on 360, you can play it on Series X and Xbox One backwards compatible. Absolutely. Wor- I, I mean, I've been waiting for them to make a, a sequel to this. <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely an awesome game. But yeah. Yes, I agree. Uh, number 82, I'm kind of going back to my Splatoon defense earlier where I like the original version of something better because it's less complicated, oh. <laughs> and that's Left for, Left for Dead. I love Left for oh. Dead. It is amazing game. Co-op. You know I'm not really a big co-op person, but this you get a couple people together to play some Left for Dead, you will have a good time. There's not a zillion guns. There's not a zillion things like there's in Left for Dead 2. Left for Dead 2 doesn't have that much, but yeah, yeah. it's more. It's more to keep up with. Uh, Left 4 Dead 1, no. You 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 got a handful of guns. You got a handful of... It's so easy and so fun to get into. Five minutes, you already know what you're doing. And uh, yeah, I uh, played a shit ton of this game back mm-hmm. in the day. And I love it. <clears throat> Space Quest 1 VGA is number 81. Um, so 
Space Quest 1, obviously the first game in the Space Quest adventure game uh, series. Um, the VGA remake I put on this list specifically because it actually does improve a couple of things about the game. Um, there's a random... Um, and there's a random uh, slot machine puzzle that you have to beat, and they actually give you a way to beat the slot machine without having to sit there and spend, you know, hours of, you know, saving and reloading. Um, you had to do that in the original. In the VGA version, they give you an extra puzzle to get around, to, to like, speed that process up. Uh, they also gave you a way to skip an arcade section, so if you don't like arcade games and you were just in it for, like, the, for, like, the adventure game part, you can skip over that. Uh, that sort of thing. And, of course, the graphics look way nicer. So, um, It's still worth playing the original Space Quest, if you can. But definitely the VGA one is the my favorite. And I think it might actually be my favorite Space Quest game out of all of them. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of tied a little bit with 4. And I haven't played 5 or 6 yet, so I can't really uh, speak, speak to mm. that. But. Yeah. So I have a uh, oh, the, the remake of the fan remake of two is really good. Well, anyway, <laughs> so I have a number eighty um, tactics ogre. Let us cling together, um, which is one of my favorites of like the tactical RPGs. It's the I played Final Fantasy Tactics before this, and I remember everybody was crazy about that game. I didn't really get as much into it until I played you know this, which is very it's pretty similar, but man, is an amazing game still one of my like five favorite psp games of all time um but yeah tactics over let us let us clean together uh, amazing um character art you know story and just like just the overall you know way of playing the game um so they did re-release it um recently so it's a lot easier to get now um I actually haven't played that re-release because I played the game so much before. I don't know if I really want to. That's get into right. It. They did. They did re-release it. I have it yeah. too, but I've yet to play so, it. So I might. I, <laughs> I might eventually get it on like Switch or something. But um, yeah, yeah, it was on sale for super cheap. That's why I picked mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Cool. I have uh, for number seventy-nine. I have the wonderful one hundred and one, a game I've talked about several times on this show, mm. and I'm sure you're going to hear about it. Probably on the next episode, be it that it's episode number 101. Hmm. I'll talk about it then. <laughs> um, sorry, I lost my place there for a second. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's all good. Um, number 78 is, I kind of cheated on this one a little bit, um, it's Portal and Portal 2. <laughs> You're allowed. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I, I had, I was like uh, working on the list earlier, like trying to fit something else in, and I didn't really want to delete anything else that was on here, so... <laughs> Um, I just combined Portal and Portal 2. They're both great games. If you haven't played them, you really should. Um, the only reason you shouldn't is if you get, like, motion sick. Because they're definitely going to make you motion sick. But, um, yeah, these are great games. Um, the 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 puzzles puzzle and the AI AIs. And, I mean, it's they're definitely iconic. These will probably go on, like, a list of new classic games. I mean, they're not even that new anymore, so... Uh, but I definitely yeah. think that these are both classics. Uh, Storyline's great. Uh, the puzzles are, are fun. Um, yeah, can't say too much about them, or, or I can't t- say can't say too little. About them. <laughs> I can't say too much about. Them. <laughs> can't say too little about them. So. Yeah, I get, I get you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So uh, number seventy-seven is uh, me again uh, with Snatcher. Uh, it's <laughs> it another yeah game. another another game that I've talked about before. Um, one of my three favorite point-and-click adventures of all time even though technically this is more of like a kinetic visual novel than a point-and-click adventure yeah but still love it straight to the point 
you know, uh, fairly quick to get through. Um, the uh, world building and the in the the character design and just the overall look of the game is amazing. Music is amazing. I mean, it's not like a super in-depth story, but I, what's there I think is really cool. And of course, it's a Kojima as game. So if you if you like <laughs> Kojima games, you're gonna love this one. So yeah, uh, sadly, there's not really the only official English version is on Sega CD. So uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good luck. <laughs> Uh, number 76. I have a bit of a wild card here in a game that Dwight will definitely not like called <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands. Sort of game. He's shaking his right head now. vigorously. <laughs> I love this game. This is the, but I will say this is the most Ubisoft ass yes. game on yes. this list. Not only is it actually made by Ubisoft, but it is a, it's a big open world. You have, you have a little, it's Ghost Recon, but it's big open world. You go to the map marker, you clear out the objectives and stuff like that. This game is massive. I have not finished it, and I've played it like 60 hours, and I'm not even close. There's so much to this game. But you know what? Every once in a while, I get the hanker, and I'm just like, I'm going to jump on Ghost Recon for a while. <laughs> and I jump in, and it's, I haven't, it's like I haven't missed a beat. I just go. And it's great, and I play for another ten hours, and then I'm like, oh, I'm done for six months. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has happened since the game came out in like 2018. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it's 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 just a it's a comfort food game at this point, and I and I really enjoy it. Yeah. So uh, number 75, System Shock, the 2023 remake specifically. Original System Shock, it's a great game. You should definitely play it. But if you are of a of a newer generation and the idea Ilk. of doing a point and click or doing a uh, FPS with keyboard controls is not fun for you, then uh, yeah, you should definitely play the remake. Um, it's also coming to consoles, so there's that. Um, but yeah, wonderful game. I think they 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 misstepped a little bit with the end, the very ending like battle, but they are working on that. They're they're fixing that up, uh, making some changes based on the community suggestions. So. Um, yeah, I can't. Again, I can't really say too much about it because it, it it's it it improves on the original in pretty much every way, in my opinion. So awesome. Um, so I have number seventy, except for the inventory management. <laughs> anyway, good. <laughs> Sorry, oh, this is the second time we've done this to you. <laughs> so um, I have number seventy-four, which is Shining Force CD. Um, I think there's a misconception about Sega CD games that they were all like, um, you know, FMV piles of shit or whatever, which a lot of them were. That's only 95% yeah, of them. Yeah, I mean, a, a good amount of them were, but yeah. <laughs> mostly from the U.S., like Western developers. A lot of like, you know, Japanese developers actually making really awesome games, and a lot of them were, you know, brought over from other CD-based systems. But this game is a tactical RPG uh, from Sega, of course. And it's actually a remake of two Game Gear um, games that they kind of like blended together, upgraded the graphics, upgraded the music. They have like uh, CD quality music and everything. Game is amazing. I love it. Um, and of course, because it's based off the Game Gear versions and not the Sega Genesis versions of Shining Force, it like cuts out all the extra fluff. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> battle, upgrade your shit, battle, you know. So, I mean... It's great. Move on with yeah. your life. Yeah. If you want to try out <laughs> Shining Force, I would say this is probably the best one to, to play, to do that. Um, but yeah. Mm. Number 73, I'm going to have a game I've talked about a ton. It's called Beautiful Joe. <laughs> and you may not know it what is. it is. Uh, <laughs> you may not have heard yeah, it. Yeah. 
<laughs> it is a yeah, exactly. It is a, uh, a a very animated superhero, and he his his powers are movie based, uh, as in you know cuts and slowdowns and zooms ins and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's uh it's 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 good. It's the best I can really tell you. It's a it's a side scroll of beat 'em up on GameCube. They also came out for PS2. Dante and Trish from Devil May Cry are in the PS2 version. <laughs> But the game runs way worse, so just get it on GameCube and don't worry about Dante. <laughs> Nobody likes him anyway. Yeah. I mean, he looked he looks cool. I like his redesign. I have a poster on my wall actually mm-hmm. of that version, but it's just like, yeah, it's not the one I want to play though. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, seventy two is Paganitsu. This is another DOS game from Apogee Software. Um, it came out, gosh, a while ago, but uh, you can get it on Steam. Nineteen ninety one. There you go. Uh, you can get it on that Steam. Is a while ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a puzzle game. There are four uh, four episodes for five bucks. So it's great. It's a great steal if you like little puzzle games where you push rocks around and try to find your way out of out of uh, rooms. So excellent game. Definitely I, play it. Push rocks and I have watched you stream this before. <laughs> That's right. I did. I did. I did stream a little bit of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did stream and God of Thunder. Actually, you mm-hmm. streamed that one as well. Oh, uh, something else that's skipping my mind right about now. Oh, that's that's my fault. I actually jumped the gun on that one. But uh. <laughs> So number seventy one, uh, Bionic Commando Rearmed. So, oh, this is such an amazing game. <laughs> it's a Xbox three sixty um, arcade game, like Xbox Live arcade game or whatever. And this was probably one of the first Xbox Live arcade games where I was really just blown away, you know. And um, I know for a lot of people it was Braid, but I mean, you know, whatever. For me, it's this game, Bionic <laughs> Commando Rearmed. This game is fucking amazing. It's super smooth, you know, gameplay. The music is amazing. As soon as this game came out, I think I saw the trailer and heard the music and saw the gameplay and immediately bought it. <laughs> and then, like, immediately pulled up, you know, um, the soundtrack and downloaded it or whatever. Like, it's... Oh, my God. Can I, and um, in general... And the thing is, I don't have a lot of nostalgia for NES games. Um, but, of course, this is a remake of the NES Bionic Commando. Um, but I even went back and played the NES version. <laughs> like, I love this game so damn much um wow so uh they made a sequel to this and i actually didn't really like the sequel Mm -hmm. and it's kind of they added jumping nor did i which is just kind of like why did you do that because a lot of people actually Mm -hmm. complained that you couldn't jump in bonnet commando it's like that's the point that's why they had to like swing and shit (laughs) that's the whole thing and then they (laughs) you're supposed to get good so they they put in the second (laughs) one and i don't know what it was it just didn't really feel as cool as the first one I think it was a it was a remake of one of the Game Boy sequels or something like that. Um, I don't remember. And that's also the only one that you can play on Xbox One now is Bionic, you know, is Rearmed Two. You can't get Rearmed One, uh, which is sad. Yeah. So play the first one if you can, uh, somehow. <laughs> I'm sure it's available somewhere. Somewhere. I'm not gonna sing. Somewhere. All right. Uh, so yeah, I, I had to throw a Final Fantasy game in here, and I'm gonna pick Final Fantasy 15, which is not everyone's favorite it's most people's least favorite i will say though a lot of people played that game when it came out give it another shot they added so much especially if you get the dlc you know that dlc is like nothing now that dlc fleshes out the story so much more they've added so much more to the base game that second time through especially man i gotta say some emotional moments in there it has a good story and there are some derpy final fantasy tropes in there but they're they're in most of the final fantasy games so it's just like i'm not gonna ding it on that because it does what other games do <laughs> so but final fantasy 15 give it another shot it's better than you think 
Uh, Dark Ages, number 69. Nice. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, the, this is a side-scroller uh, action game from, again, that same uh, kind of uh, Apogee era. I don't remember who actually made it, though. I don't remember if it was Apogee or not. But anyway, uh, great game. Neat little side-scroller. Uh, you run around shooting spiders and weird little uh, flying things, and you upgrade your, your uh, weapon. I mean, you know, standard stuff. But <laughs> standard video game stuff. Standard video game stuff. But it's really fun. It does some some cool things with the enemies and stuff. So definitely give that a shot if you can. Um, so I made sure not to jump in on that on that FF uh, fifteen. <laughs> um, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> so um, number sixty eight is Dragon's Crown. Um, this game I love this game. It's a side scrolling beat 'em up. It is very much in the vein of um, Dungeons and Dragons. Um. Uh, Shadow over Mistara that Capcom made in the 90s um, which spoilers mm-hmm. is on this list as well uh, later on <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. of course done in Vanillaware's you know uh, unique visual style and everything it's very uh, surprisingly in-depth game um, you know you can still I think they re-released it on PS4 and whatnot so definitely playable now they did um, I know at first a lot of people kind of complained about the visual style I guess they're just scared of muscly ass or something. I mean, I think it's great. <laughs> so definitely give it a try. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Don't judge a book or a game by its cover art. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and shove in. Uh, shove in. That sounds so mean. I'm going to go ahead and place in gently. Uh, <laughs> Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life, or more contemporarily, would be Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. Either one really is fine. It's a wonderful Don't play life. the PS... Yeah, don't play the PS2 version again because it runs a half the frame rate. And it's just a choppier experience. But that GameCube one or any of the modern ones, yeah, it's just a farming game. You play through a farmer's entire life. It's amazing. You can experience a life as a farmer, (laughs) and it's peaceful. (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) Uh, Number 66, Psychonauts. A lot of people should be familiar with this. Got a sequel uh, not too long ago, uh, which I haven't played yet, actually. Hmm. Great game, 3D platformer. You uh, use your use your mind to attack enemies, and you pick up things and do and do the stuff. Um, really fun game, really cool story. Great voice acting, uh, a lot of nice comedy in there. Uh, it's a Tim Schafer game, so it's got that it's got that Tim Schafer flair to it. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, play this if you if you get a chance. It's out there. The truth. <laughs> yes <laughs> and the yeah. game um so yeah so i'm number 65 monster hunter portable third uh i've talked about monster hunter a whole lot so uh probably my most played is still freedom unite but portable third is the definitely the one where i was just blown away it just looks amazing i'm still bad to this day that it was never released in the u.s which i i don't understand why not like why <laughs> um now, of course, you know, so when I played it back then, I had to play like a, there's like a fan translation and everything. Um, but awesome Monster Hunter. Still to this day, probably my favorite Monster Hunter in general. All right. I'm going to go ahead and throw in for number 64, a game that has only ever been, well, no, you know what? It's uh, it's available current. I, I, I take that back. It's on Steam. It's on some other stuff. <laughs> uh, it's called Chrono Trigger, if you've ever heard of it. Uh, <laughs> Never heard of it. It is, uh, it is the best final fantasy game that's not a final fantasy <laughs> game by far amazing characters amazing amazing combat system amazing time traveling tale 
through the ages. It's great. You should definitely give it a go. Uh, number 63, Half-Life 2. And what can I say about it? Everyone knows Half-Life 2. It's amazing. It really think. it really pushed <laughs> forward the um, the way, just like Half-Life did, the way stories are told. Um, so yeah, I think it's great. You should definitely play it if you haven't. If you haven't, I don't know what you've been doing this entire time, but it is an excellent game. You really gotta, you really need to play this one if you have not. You would be surprised at the amount of people that have not played Half-Life Two or don't care or don't know, and it's it's absolutely like, I know we live in our own little mm. bubble of stuff, <laughs> and it, you know we we know what's up. But like, I bought Half-Life Two for somebody one time because they were super into Call of Duty, and. This was, you know, they were playing on PC. It's like, oh, yeah, get you Half Life, you know, you, you, you know, yeah. And they're like, I don't know, this looks 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 terrible. I was like, what's wrong with you? Just play this thing. <laughs> so, uh, I guess playing it at, at that time. Um, Seiken yeah. Densetsu Three, which is, it's funny. I have this on this list because um, I don't remember if I played the remake or not um, when I first did this list. Um, but the remake, of course, is called Trials mm-hmm. of Mana. Um, it's out now for everything. But I really, this was one of the few Super Nintendo RPGs that I actually loved playing. It was pretty much just this and, and Earthbound, really. Um, but it's a co-op, uh, co-op game. You had a ton of different characters you could play as. Um, amazing looking game. This is a super late game. And originally it was never released, you know, in the U.S., but the new version is. So uh, definitely worth a try. Uh, Trials of Mana. Uh, probably one of the better ones, that I, I believe. Okay, number 61, I'm going to have Animal Crossing New Leaf. I love New Horizons, but I think New Leaf has the most content bang for your buck as far as, you know, the only thing it's on 3DS. It's the only bad thing about it, but uh, definitely yeah, Animal Crossing New plus. Leaf if you love that series. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hey, but not everyone has a 3DS. But if you liked New Horizons and you didn't play New Leaf, go back and play New Leaf. You'd be surprised at the amount of stuff in it. Definitely recommend it. All right, number 60 is Binding of Isaac, uh, specifically Afterbirth Plus, because I think that's where the game really hit its stride. Um, I have not played Repentance, so I cannot speak to that, uh, but Afterbirth Plus is what I've been working on for a while. It's got a lot of fun challenges, got a lot of fun upgrades and things like that. Um, definitely recommend checking it out if you like dungeon crawler roguelikes that are completely procedurally generated. Um, and if you like really difficult games because it is a very difficult game you will spend a lot of time trying to you know, like feel real really feel it out so it's i'm glad that you mentioned that because a friend of mine or well my brother-in-law he was watching me playing double dragon um gaiden he's not a friend and then, <laughs> and he asked me he was like oh you know do you get like power and stuff i'm like yeah and he's like is it procedurally generated and i was like well no and he was like eh. and i was kind of like what? <laughs> he's also super obsessed with Binding of Isaac. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. it's like, man, you don't want to play anything else that's not proceed- completely procedurally generated, but you know, whichever. Mm-hmm. Um, it does do that really well. So. Good. So I have next to my list uh, number fifty nine, X Wing Alliance. So, uh, to me, this is still the high watermark for like uh, space. Uh, simulators, space combat simulators. I guess that's how you would describe you that. Um, it's the the ultimate version of the X Wing franchise to me. Um, a lot of people like Tie Fighter a lot better, but that to me is X Wing Alliance is definitely that thing. So the newest one, Rogue, uh, was it um, Squadrons? 
It's pretty good. Rogue Squadrons. But yeah. to me, it doesn't really have that same level of just like, like, like over the top nerdery, you know, that this game does. Like all the different, <laughs> all the different um, uh, ships and everything. Like you could play like that ship that you know Boba Fett flies. You know, Slave One. The actual model is like fire spray and everything. I knew that because of that game, not because of these new. You know, the new Boba Fett show or whatever. That came from that game and from You mean novels. Boba Fett's starship? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what the Le- Lego calls it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, they, mm. I mean, yeah, Fire Spray is what the model of that ship is called. So, I mean, it's just for super Star Wars nerds, especially the ones that love the old Legends books and comics and stuff, X-Wing Alliance is definitely that game. They do need to bring that back out. Mm-hmm. Next one I have in here is going to be Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. This is available on all major platforms now, but it was originally on DS. You play as a guy that recently got murdered, <laughs> and you're you're his ghost. You can't interact with anything. You can act, interact with like random things in the environment to like affect you know how what other people do. And the whole thing, the whole idea is you have to find who killed you because uh, you actually didn't see it happen. You're trying to figure out the whole game who killed you. I will say has one of the best stories in video games. I didn't put this on our stories thing. I'm just saying it now. Amazing story. It gets real deep near the end. So that's all I'll say about that. Nice. Batman Arkham City is number 57. I know this is not everyone's favorite Batman game, but it is mine because this is where it really hit the point where you feel like Batman. You're zipping around the city. You can, you can like, glide. You can use your little uh, uh, zip... Uh, not zipline thing, but your little grappling hook to like mm. jump to the tallest buildings and fly around and stuff. Um, I think it's really nailed the open world aspect without getting like too open and too um, deep into it, like kind of like the Batmobile in, in uh, Night Did. But I think it's the best Arkham game. C- closely tied with Origins because Origins was kind of the, exactly the same thing, um, but it did a lot mm-hmm. of uh, uh, different things. So. Yeah, definitely my favorite of the Batman Arkham series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so number fifty six, Rainbow Six Rogue Spear. So, uh, out of all the Rainbow Six games, this is not the one I would really recommend for anybody now. Um, <laughs> but is my favorite. It's the one that I first started playing. I definitely have a lot of um, memories of playing this on MSN Zone back in the day. Um, and, you know, game spy and stuff. If anybody knows anything about that, those early 2000s, um, you know, PC mm-hmm. online gameplay or whatever, playing this on Net Zero and whatnot, I mean, it was it was great <laughs> uh, for the time. Um, uh, but yeah, definitely my favorite. All right. Number 55, speaking of favorite things, this is not the best Star Wars game, but it is my favorite Star Wars game. That's uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, The Tales of Kyle Katarn. Mm-hmm which is like uh, the perfect mixture of Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. And Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> That's 100% what he is. He's Han Solo and Luke Skywalker, one character. So, I mean, really, you, you can't go wrong. And it's also pre... It came out after Episode One, but before they had wrapped up the prequel trilogy, before Disney, all that stuff. So it is very not influenced by any modern Star Wars yeah. things. It's the last real old Star Wars thing mm-hmm. I can really, you know... I mean, I love it for that reason. Uh, number 54, Return of the Incredible Machine Contraptions. This is a puzzle game, yes. If you like Rube Goldberg machines, then this is the game for you. 
you are given this game. you're given a contraption with some pieces missing and you give it, get part spin and you got to fit everything together into the machine to make it work wonderful puzzle game uh, this is the first video game as i recall this is the first video game i bought with my own money and this is the first mm. big box game that I owned. Good choice. Yeah. yeah. So I, I saw this. Amazing soundtrack, too, by the yes, way. Yes, very <laughs> excellent soundtrack. I saw this in an Office Max for 10 bucks, and I was like, I am buying this right now. Because I played a demo Good of it. decision. I played a demo of it from a cereal box, and I was like, I love this demo. I need this game. And then I just happened to see it there. I was like, yes, give now. So <laughs> excellent game if you like that kind of stuff. Definitely need to play mm. it. And there's a whole series, too. The, whole, the rest of the series is great, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So number fifty-three, Burnout Three Takedown, <laughs> which is my favorite of the Burnouts. I'm mad that this ser- this series has kind of just like gone away. Um, arcade racing in general has just kind of just died off. I mean, mm. when you know reviewers are are calling Forza Horizon and Need for Speed arcade racers, I feel like uh, I think we're <laughs> we're missing something. <laughs> Those are not arcade racers. Yeah. yeah. Burnout Three Takedown is an arcade ass arcade racer. Amazing game. Um, mm. Would love for it to come back. And if you've never tried it, definitely want to play it on uh, the Xbox version specifically. Um, but yeah. Number fifty-two. I'm gonna give you Pokemon Heart Gold. Mm. Soul Silver also could kind of go in here too. This is the second generation of Pokemon, but the remake. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pokemon Gen 1 is great, but Gen 2 added so much, and then the remake just made that version even better. The only bad thing about this, this is an expensive game at this yeah. point. So, uh, yeah, play it how you can, that's the best I'll tell you, but man, this is peak Pokemon to me. I love how you can go back to like the original Kanto region after you finish it. Mm-hmm. So, it was, that's yeah. so good. I wish more games did that. You know who's responsible for that? Mm. Satoru Iwata. Mm. Oh. Yep. Hmm. He is 100% responsible for that. I'm going to say he's everybody helping him, but he said we can make it happen. <laughs> and because everyone was everyone was downing him and they're like, "No, we're going to make it work." So, he was he was responsible for that that feature. Yeah. We need more of that. Oh, uh, that's my my next hour today. Um it, it is you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um Loom number 51. I've talked about Loom before. We've we've gone into extensive stuff about Loom, so I'm not going to speak mm-hmm. about it, but great game. You really should play it even if the story is incomplete. Uh, definitely give it Very a go incomplete. if you like uh, adventure <laughs> games. Yeah, check out our game club uh, episode uh, uh, thing for more about that from last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So number fifty, Ridge Racer Five, probably my favorite of the Ridge Racers. Four is my favorite aesthetically, and I, I was just mentioning something about this, just the the music, the looks, and the you know the menus and everything. But five is definitely my favorite to play in general. Uh, early PS2, you know, launch game, amazing music, of course, you know, gameplay is awesome. Um, I wish they need to come back. <laughs> Ridge Racer definitely needs to come back. Um, but yeah. All right. Number 49, I'm going to give you Tony Hawk's Underground. Thug. <laughs> yeah. Thug as it's commonly referred to. Um, yeah, kind of like what I said with Pokemon, that's peak Pokemon. This is peak Tony Hawk. This is like as far as it got before, before it started to go downhill. Tony Hawk Underground is amazing. It has a story mode. It's not just oh. skate around. Yeah, you create your own character and you live out this kind of ridiculous, exaggerated story. But it's a lot of fun. I definitely recommend. It. And whatever you can play it on, uh, but specifically the Xbox version because you can add your own soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Number forty-eight, The Fool's Errand. This is a Cliff Johnson game from way back in the day. Um, it's a puzzle, another puzzle game. If you like, uh, it has like little um, 
word it has word uh puzzles in it it has little um like hidden hidden picture kind of a things um it's more like a hidden phrase but you know uh anyway it's got a, it's got a really cool story uh woven into it based off of the um the tarot the tarot card deck if you're familiar with those so it's really great um and it is available for free from cliff johnson's website the hyphen fools hyphen aaron.com so number 47 um sonic 2 and knuckles this is my personal favorite sonic game um uh, back when i was growing up we used to rent games for sega genesis all the time on at video update and video the update for some reason always had like 20 copies of sonic and knuckles <laughs> so um <laughs> i think we had sonic two, i don't remember if we rented sonic 2 or if we were, i was borrowing it from somebody but you know just locked it on to that and then it was just like it was amazing you know going through sonic 2 with knuckles where you could just fly past shit i think there's i think in the chemical plant zone you could just like sail across the entire level <laughs> and then just end it um which was great <laughs> love this game um definitely peak sonic for me number 46 game i've talked about again a lot of these games are repeats those games i've mentioned before yokai watch one of my favorite series this is the first one i like them all but i really like yokai watch one just kind of kind of set you up in that world i love the setting it's amazing i love the music i love the characters love the humor it's a very funny game even if it does try to pretend that it's not set in japan when actuality (laughs) it's definitely set in japan spoilers Island of Dr. Brain, there we go. <laughs> Number 45. Um, another puzzle game. Um, this was a sequel, actually, to Castle of Dr. Brain, which may or may not show up later on this list. Um, but again, it has a lot of uh, word puzzles. This one definitely has um, uh, like a find the hidden objects uh, puzzle in there somewhere. Um, lots of things you have to really think about, uh, measurements, things like that. Um, really great game. If you, again, if you're into like random sorts assortment of puzzles this is uh one of the one of the best one of the best uh so number 44 kof 13 uh king of fighters 13 um even though 15 came out <laughs> recently which i do consider it to be the best 3d king uh, king of fighters game 13 is the best 2d king of fighters game um a lot of people will say 2002 because it has a ton of characters but 13 i think is just a better game in general and it looks amazing it's still the best looking 2D fighting game ever made, uh, including you know all of Capcom stuff. It's one of the few high resolution, like 720p 2D fighting games. There's not very many of them. I think the only other ones is Blaze Blue and yeah, maybe like so, that's yeah. it. Like really, there's not a whole lot. So Persona, yeah, Ultimax, Ultimax is another one. Yeah. yeah, Persona 4 Arena or whatever. Uh, but yeah, this amazing mm-hmm. game definitely worth a play. The next one I'm going to give you is Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask. Not the best Professor Layton game, probably, but definitely, I think, has the best story. It was the one that impacted me the most. The only thing that kind of is is the first 3DS one, and they ain't got kind of got that 3DS uh, <laughs> technology yeah. down yet, so it's a little wonky on that end. But, man, talking about a uh, an emotional ride, I loved it. Number 42. It's Castle of Dr. Brain, who would have guessed? <laughs> <laughs> the first one, the original. Um, it, it's pretty much the same thing as Island of Dr. Brain. Random assortment of puzzles. And there, there is a story like interwoven between the two and in each of them um, to kind of like progress you forward. Because they are built off of the, the uh, 
the uh, idea of adventure games because they're both Sierra games. Um, so it does have a little bit of a backstory and stuff going through. But again, really fun puzzles, programming, logic, um, and a couple of, uh, of uh, jigsaw puzzles in there. Again, if you like puzzle games, really good stuff. Check them down. Uh, so number 41, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which I'll probably get flamed for this choice because most people would pick <laughs> either Marvel's Capcom 2. Mike already has his disdain in his face. <laughs> Marvel's Capcom 2 or, you know, Marvel's Capcom 3 Ultimate or whatever. Uh, but Infinite is my favorite just because, to me, I think it is the most mechanically sound Marvel versus Capcom game. People like the other ones because of nostalgia. They have all the characters, you know, and all that. They have the X-Men, blah, blah, whatever. But they're super lopsided. And they're not, like, balanced at all whatsoever. And they're honestly not very fun to play if you're not good. If you're playing against somebody good, you basically you might as well just, like, take your hands off the controller and go make, like, a sandwich or something. Because you're never touching the ground again. <laughs> like, it's it's... Honestly, it's very... Evil just came out, and I know this is kind of long, but Evil just came out. Marvel's Capcom 3 Ultimate was played there, and everybody I know is like, oh my god, this is amazing. They're putting, you know, Ultimate in, you know, MVC Ultimate in in Evo. And I'm like, what? That's terrible. (laughs) It's so boring to watch, because it's just one guy getting pummeled for, like, 30 seconds, and then you... (laughs) There's nothing you could do about it. You have to just wait until either the other person drops the combo or you die <laughs> all right i'm gonna give you a uh, fable 2 which is probably the a very divisive sort of thing mm-hmm. i think it improved a lot from fable 1 that addition of the dog of course makes everything better because dogs are great <laughs> and um i think it's um uh, yeah it is i think it's just the most fleshed out fable mm-hmm. uh i love that series but it's it, i think two is is the best of the three mm-hmm. Which is great because that's the only one that's not available on PC. <laughs> they're all worth they're all worth playing, but two is definitely mm. the best. Number thirty nine, Echo Quest Two: Lost Seeker of the Rainforest. This is the sequel to Echo Quest, which may or may not show up later on this list, um, and it is probably I, I think it's slightly better than the other one. Um, the the graphics are a little are a little better. Uh, you go to some uh, neat little places in the rainforest. It's a point and click adventure, so I mean that's if that's the kind of thing you're looking for then this will be a great game for you um but yeah does some really cool things it has a neat little device called an ecoder which can record like certain things that you see around the environment and tell you about like plants and animals and stuff and it gives you some little interesting facts about them so that's kind of pretty cool um i am sad that this game never got voice acting because it really it really needs it and it makes me sad that there is none there are like two characters that say like one word lines at the very beginning and they have voices like someone yelling like help or something like that and that's all the voice acting there is and it makes me sad that's all you need it makes me sad i may or may not have had a crush on your female bat companion when i was a little kid that's all we're gonna say about that <laughs> so number 38 capcom versus snk2 um what i would consider capcom's best uh, crossover fighting game and a lot of people would probably flame me for that too but um, it's amazing <laughs> and uh, the fact that they did it with SNK is just even more amazing it, they're, they totally match each other um, it's definitely not one of the first ones to come out because Fighters Mega Mix came out before that but having you know it was the first game I played where you had characters from one company going against characters of a completely other company I don't really count Marvel vs. Capcom 
because it's not really a, it's not a competing company. It's really just like you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just guest characters. characters yeah. But Capcom and SNK were not friends <laughs> in the '90s, <laughs> so them <laughs> making a game, you know, uh, together was was unbelievable at the time. Still an awesome game. They need to make a third mm-hmm. one. I agree. Number 37, I'm going to give you Hotel Dusk Room 215. Yay! It is my favorite singing game. S-C-I-N-G. Um, although I do like Trace Memory as well. Probably definitely one of my best games on DS. I hope it gets a, a Switch conversion at some point or, or anywhere, really. Everyone deserves to be able to play this uh, this game. Number 36, Gasp, it's Echo Quest. <laughs> <laughs> the prequel. <laughs> um, yeah, so Echo Quest, I mean... Again, point-and-click adventure, environmental kind of stuff. Uh, this one is underwater, so it's pretty cool. Lots of uh, talking sea creatures and stuff. Again, point-and-click, mm. you know, lo- lots of fun. Um, and it has voice acting. So, oh. <laughs> there you go. That one, I don't know why that one got a CD version <clears throat> of voice acting and the other one didn't. It's kind of weird, but, you know, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, it is what it is. Did we have a crush on anyone in this one? Uh, no. There were no cute female bats in this one. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So, number 35. (laughs) Guilty Gear X2 Sharp Reload. And that is how you say that. (laughs) So, this was um, one of the fighters I first got on on the Xbox. This is the first Guilty Gear game I ever played. I still consider it the best. Um, Technically, Accent Core is a better version of this game, but that was never released on Xbox, so whatever. Um is just amazing it looked amazing um it played amazing it was super easy to do combos and it's funny because the latest game in the series strive to make the game easier to play for casual players they make it harder to play because the the older games have this thing called gotling combinations where you could just mash buttons and if it was a lighter going into heavier it would just make it easy and then they kind of got rid of all that but to me this is peak guilty gear um I kind of wish they would go back to this style and not do a Strive 2, hopefully, but, you know, whichever. <laughs> I, I, I actually think I have a, uh, a, like, a unfinished version of this game or, like, a, like a, it's not an official release build of it, but I do have a mm-hmm. copy of it. It's a good, it's a good-ass yeah. fight. And it has a heavy metal theme, which not a lot of, not a lot of oh, fighting yeah. games do, but, yeah. Definitely adds to the, the, the mm-hmm. look and feel. Uh, I'm going to completely shift directions for number 34 uh, off of ge- off of fighting and metal. And, and we're going to go Goof Troops. You know, Goof- Goofy and Max going on a wacky adventure together. <laughs> wacky adventures. On, on Super Nintendo. Uh, it's got pirates. It's got a high adventure. It's got probably some of the best co-op on Super Nintendo or ever. Hmm. I love this game for co-op. You get a buddy to play with and you will have a good time. Guaranteed. <laughs> I, I I hate that this is only on Super Nintendo. Maybe we'll get a Disney Afternoon Plus 2 or something. That'd be cool. Uh, also, this is a Shinji Mikami designed this game, the creator of Resident Evil. Mm. Oh, so there you go. Interesting. Did Capcom make a, it? That was yeah. a platformer, wasn't it? Capcom okay. made this game, yeah. correct. Is that a platformer? It is like an overhead isom... Uh, is a Zelda-like, kind of, okay. but... You don't have you don't have a traditional style of attack. We'll get into it later. Yeah, it's like Nintendo's it. Toe Jam and Earl. I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, number thirty three, Day of the Tentacle. Uh, this is the sequel to Maniac Mansion, even though it's not called Maniac Mansion two. Uh, but again, another great adventure game. A lot of again Tim Schafer and Dave Grossman comedy in here. So if you like if you like uh, you know, stuff like um, Psychonauts or uh, Monkey Island, uh, you will find a lot of that 
that kind of stuff there. Um, the hilarity is part of is the best part of it, uh, all, but the puzzles are, are good too. So I mean, adventure game, go go, go forth and play. It's great, and you don't go need forth. to you don't need to have played the original Maniac Mansion to have played this one. But Agreed. there is a way to play Maniac Mansion inside the game, inside uh, Day of the Tentacle, if you can find it. Mm-hmm. So number thirty two, mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons: uh, Shadow Over Bastara. It's my favorite 2D um, arcade beat-em-up. Uh, amazing game. Um, just like... See, Capcom was on like a, like a, like a streak in the 90s. All these games... All these, uh, you know, third-party franchises and characters and everything that they made and kind of put their stank on it or whatever for the game is just amazing. <laughs> um, even though it's called Dungeons & Dragons, it's more based off the Japanese campaign, uh, what's it called, Record of Lodos War. So it looks more like that. Uh, but definitely an amazing game. They do have a 360 version that is playable on, on Xbox One and stuff. Um, absolutely recommend playing that game. I agree. I own it on Wii U, mm. weirdly enough. No. Uh, Number 31. I got Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. I know I had to put a Zelda on here somewhere. Skyward Sword is most people's not Mm -hmm. favorite. But it is the last of what I consider to be classic-style Zelda, Mm -hmm. right? Before they switched to Breath of the Wild and this whole... I love love Breath of the Wild. I love Tears Mm -hmm. of the Kingdom. Amazing games. They do not hit that Zelda... They hit a different Mm -hmm. feeling. A different Zelda feeling, yeah. It is a different Zelda feeling, but I, I, I like these sort of games. Get over your hang-ups with the controls people just get used to it <laughs> they're not bad just learn how to play and then Actually, you'll be fine I, like the controls. I think it's, um, a, it's a good part of that game it, it's a learning curve but they're not broken mm. anyone that has oh this doesn't know it works you just don't know how to do it figure it out <laughs> get good uh, yeah quit bitching get good uh but yeah legend of zelda skyward sword arguably one of my favorite zelda games but it's hard to say when there's so many different types of zelda games but it's my mm. different uh, definitely my favorite if i had to just put a mm. stamp on one number 30 monster bash another apogee platformer there are a lot of these on this list that's because they're so good um <laughs> but yeah um you are a little boy in footy pajamas you have to save your dog max from evil creatures this is a very uh, halloween-esque game to play if you oh, like that kind of stuff no. there's a lot of little devil it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of devils running around and zombies and and things of that uh nature um vampires and things like that um great great little platformer um you you have a magical slingshot that like shoots like you can shoot like collect power-ups and shoot like rockets and boulders and stuff it's great. So definitely play that if you like hmm. uh, Apogee-style um, uh, side-scrollers, uh, side-scrolling platformers. Um, I have number 29, X-Men versus Street Fighter, which is the first Street Fighter game that I actually loved playing. I played Street Fighter 2 when it came out, and I didn't like it. I actually preferred Mortal Kombat to Street Fighter. I thought it was too slow and boring. Um, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, uh, of course, I've used the word amazing a lot, but it is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if, you know, anybody who's watched the 90s animated series for X-Men, they used all mm. the, they used the same character designs, they used the wow. same voice actors and everything. So this was, you know, a kid being there in that time is just like amazing. You see like, 
you know, uh, Wolverine calling out names of his moves. And he sounds just like how he does in the show. It's like, oh, my God, you know, and then he had the huge blue spikes on his boots and all that, all that shit. <laughs> and, you know, they kept comified all their moves and everything. It was just amazing. Um, uh, yeah. Children of Adam is also an amazing game, but XM vs. Street Fighter is the first one I played. And I was just crazy about. Uh, but, yeah. Missed opportunity to use the word uncanny instead of amazing. Yes. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, my number 28 is going to be Banjo-Kazooie, the original. The reason why this is on here, amazing 3D platformer, but you can still play this game today on Xbox One, Xbox Series, whatever, and it's still fun. It's a, a lot of N64 games, man, they don't hold up from a jank yeah. standpoint. <laughs> this one totally does. I played it recently. It's still fun. Uh, number 27, Thief 2 The Metal Age. <laughs> this is the sequel to Thief. Um, I, this one is on here instead of the original because the original had um, some kind of it had a couple levels where you just had to go around killing monsters for some reason, yeah. and it's kind of like well this isn't very thiefy, but this one is thiefy <laughs> to the max. So uh, this it took all of that, um, well not all Box of that quote. jank. I think there is, but I think yeah, I think there is still a tiny bit of that in there. But um, this one is focused much more on thieving. Has a great story woven into it. And it's just, I think it's, in general, it just improves on the original in pretty much every way, so. Hmm. Uh, Number 26, Halo Reach. Um, This is my favorite Halo game. I agree. It doesn't rely on Master Chief, which is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really, I I love the Halo games, but I'm not really, I don't know, I don't have a weird obsession with Master Chief that a lot of other Halo uh, players seem to have. (laughs) Um, I just like the, the universe in general. Um, I had great weapons, uh, and it was the last game Bungie made, I think. The last Halo game Bungie made. Um, definitely the best one, oh. but yeah. Agreed, 100%. I think that's why it's partially better, because there's no Master Chief. Yeah. They actually had to write a, they had to write write a character. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or two. Yes. And yeah, have like a team of Spartans and everything. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, with, with actual yeah. dynamics. <laughs> My number four... I know, I'm just kind of I mean, pooing all hey, over I, the Halo game. I agree, uh, 100%. <laughs> My number 25 is a game I've talked about before, 42H Shibuya Scramble. I I have the hardest time getting people into this game. I've only ever managed to get one person into it, and he <laughs> loved it too. But I'm going to just warn you, and the, re- and the reason I turn people off, this is not really a game, it's a book. Yeah. You're going to read, you're going to do nothing but read and make choices. Kinetic, like choose your own adventure book. Or whatever. But... The best thing about it, and I'll, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, is intentionally screw up. Because those false endings are hilarious. And they're worth getting every time. Uh, man, it's an amazing game. Definitely give it a go. Wherever you can play it. I think uh, in America it's only PC and PS4, but just just, just do it. Do it. <laughs> and then you can watch Kanan, which apparently was based off of it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, number 24, System Shock 2. Excellent first-person shooter. I've talked about it before. Doesn't really need a lot of more uh, uh, talking. But, uh, yeah, excellent game. Definitely a classic. You need to play this game. Um, yeah, one of one of the best uh, looking glass games out one there. One of the goats. One of the goats, exactly. Uh, number 23, Unreal Tournament. Um, this was my favorite multiplayer boomer shooter of the early 2000s. Um, 
played it online for a little bit. Uh, was never really good <laughs> at it at that time. Um, and my computer could barely run it. Um, but it is definitely just like the aesthetics of the game, the weapons. To me, they're way they're more iconic than Quake's weapons. Um, just I don't know, they just looked cooler, dual enforcers and stuff, as opposed to just like a generic chain gun and shotgun. So yeah, um, awesome game on PC anyway. Yeah, <laughs> mm, yeah. Other other versions are questionable. This next one hurt because I wanted to put a Splinter Cell game on there, and Michael Ironside such a huge part of that series. He's Sam Fisher. He always will be Sam Fisher. But I got to put Splinter Cell Blacklist as my Splinter Cell pick because it just mechanically is the best one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have Michael Irons. It's the only one without Michael mm-hmm. Ironside though. But I mean, the guy that's in it does a decent job. And the story's okay, but it's fun to play. Yeah. It's a super good game. I try to play it at least once every year, even if I don't get all the way through it. Although most of the time I fuck around and I get all the way through it on accident. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I actually hate I, I don't I hate playing it now a little bit because I'm I'm so used to yeah. it now. I'm just I'm blowing through. I, the suspense right, isn't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's a guy around this corner. Yeah, 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 that sort of thing. But yeah, John Splinter Cell Blacklist. Play it, where you... <laughs> play, it, play it where you can. You can play it on uh, a PC and current Xbox consoles. If you play it on a uh, 1X or a Series X, it's in 4K. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Uh, number 21, Alice Madness Returns, American McGee's Alice. Um, the first Alice game is, uh, it's It's hard. It's hard to get through. It's very, it's very difficult. It's very old. Um, hard and difficult. Yes, oh <laughs> it's it's definitely it definitely is <laughs> archaic and shows its age. Um, but Alice Madness Returns, it looks gorgeous. Even today, it looks gorgeous. Um, it really cleaned up uh, how everything works. It cleaned up the the battle system. It cleaned up the mana system. I mean, it, it just does everything better uh, than the original. So, excellent game. I don't know how you're gonna get a hold of it. I, I don't remember if, I don't know I think it's delisted on Steam again maybe mm. um, I, I, I'm not sure you, you'd have to uh, fact check me on that but if you can get a hold of this game and play it then you absolutely should it's, it's I think great. it's on Game Playable Pass on modern yeah, Xbox I think it's on consoles Pass, is it on Game yeah, Pass? It's, okay well there you go it is so, pretty sure um, so Perfect Dark Remake uh, specifically the remake because Perfect Dark was my favorite shooter on the N64 um, back then but the N64 could not play that game. <laughs> it, it really couldn't. <laughs> and not only that, but like you try to play N64, I'm telling you, Jank City is a yeah. thing right now <laughs> on N64. So that game, you had to you had to have an expansion pack to even play the single player at all, and it barely even did that. And if you try to do co-op mode, I mean, yeah, <laughs> shit could not handle it's it. It's over. Um, so the 360 <laughs> remake that was released some years ago. Um, was is the best way to play that game it's amazing it looks awesome um it's definitely a and i think it still holds up you know to now um and uh i think it's just in general i that, agree yeah i liked it better than goldeneye also so definitely worth playing i think i think a lot of people that did that 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 played them both mm-hmm. did you know they didn't have that like 007 right tinted yeah goggles just on. like oh my <laughs> yeah. god golden yeah. eye four player yeah, yeah. <laughs> objectively objectively, objectively yeah. perfect dark's the better game it, mm. it, it is it is yeah number 19 oh my god we're in the top <laughs> about that uh number 19 i'm gonna pick skies of arcadia i've talked about this ad nauseum on this show amazing setting 
needs a remake because man it's dated <laughs> you can't take five steps without getting into a random battle <laughs> but the whole like sky pirates and like cast of colorful characters i can't believe i said cast of colorful characters without <laughs> screwing it up I, I wrote it out in my head and i was like i'm gonna fuck this up <laughs> but anyway yeah uh man amazing you should definitely uh, play it uh it's expensive on gamecube less so on dreamcast but man that gamecube version really improves a lot but yeah just just wait for a pc or remaster somehow if it ever comes do that number 18 mist uh the original uh cyan mist game um again you know puzzle game lots lots of walking lots of reading and listening to people talk um and lots of puzzling things out and not really being being given any information you really have to figure it out for yourself um but it's a classic and if you like puzzle games you absolutely should give this one a try there are a ton of versions out there um there's a remake that is fully 3d there is a um VR. There's actually that, yeah. There's a remake that's fully 3D in VR. There's one that's fully 3D and not VR. There's one that's a cleaned up version of the original. I mean, this you know, just go on Steam, pick one. Uh, probably the newest mm-hmm. one is the is your best bet. But uh, yeah, great game, excellent game. Uh-huh. Uh, so number seventeen, uh, Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> the original on N64. Um, still my favorite one. Um, I feel like it feels the best to play. It has less of the weird analogness that the other ones do. I mean, it still has it too, but not as much. Um, it's a much more digital mm-hmm. feeling game, if that if that makes any sense. Um, but I remember my cousin coming over, bringing his N64, and he had GoldenEye, he had Super Smash Brothers, and he had a couple other games. We would play the shit out of this game, uh, and it's just it's just amazing in general. Um, and I never, and of course at the time, just never even imagined that they would make a game like that, honestly. I remember seeing the commercial and just being blown away. I was like, what? That's crazy, you know? Um, Happy together. <laughs> still still <laughs> one of my favorite, probably one, well, not my absolute favorite, but one of my favorite 3D fighting games of all time, but yeah. Pikachu, I recently played that game with a friend. Pikachu is so OP, and I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Huh. Pika. Absolutely. Oh my god. That's all you gotta do over and over <laughs> yep. again. <Yeah. laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, down yeah, down, down. B. That's, yep. all you, that's all you gotta mm-hmm. do. All you gotta do. Number 16. I'm gonna give you Legacy of Kane Bloodleman 2. This is not the best Legacy of Kane game. It's not even the best vampire game <laughs> ever by a long shot. But it is one of the first games that really made me fall in love with the voice acting mm. kane especially is played by a guy called his name is simon templeman if you ever heard him talk in a show or a movie or anything like that if i ever have the opportunity to make a game or a movie or anything i'm casting him <laughs> in something I, this guy has the best speaking voice and he he voices kane and this is a general atmosphere of this game really pushes it through for me the whole like dark gothic vampire amazing Number 15, Heroes Hearts, another puzzle game from the DOS era. Um, I'm seeing a trend. Here. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this was a uh, this was developed by one person actually. Uh, it's a I'm trying to figure out how to how to really describe it, but um, it's not really a platform or anything like that. You just move your your character around a field. You avoid obstacles, and you have to pick up these little red hearts. And it's it's one of those games where uh, when you move. Like, like everything's still, you move, the enemies mm. move. You move, something else gotcha. happens. You know, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. So, um, 
excellent game has a level editor you can you can still buy this uh from everett kaiser's uh, website um along with a ton of other games that he's made but um yeah excellent game if you get the chance you really should play it if you like puzzle games and that that sort of thing mm -hmm. and there's a level editor that comes with it you can make your own stuff sweet oh, damn uh number 14 final fantasy 12 zodiac age um this is definitely my favorite final fantasy game and the uh i remember originally playing the 12 demo way back in the day and thinking that it was just weird that it tried to do the mmo thing and then but when i actually bought the game and played it just loved it you know immediately fell in love with it um, Zodiac Age is absolutely the best way to play it uh, because of all the changes and updates they made. I still feel like this is probably one of the greatest remasters of all time just because of how much they changed it. All the stuff that was stuck in the Japanese version that we now get to play all these years later. Um, all the ways that they cleaned it up and everything. You can play at 60 frames 4K on Series X is just like... It's amazing. Um, so definitely try that game if you have... Um, uh, any interest, you know, at all in there. Uh, definitely the most min-maxi uh, Final Fantasy game. But yeah. Uh, uh. Alright, so uh, now we're really getting into the nitty-gritty. Top 13. My pick for number 13 is going to be Mass Effect 2, which uh, man, what can I say? I love <laughs> this game. It's one of my favorite games ever. Obviously, it's on this list. As far as RPG shooters go, and just the general, like, you decision making and stuff like that max replayability i know he just said if you have any interest in final fantasy 12 you should go and play it this i say just play it even if you don't <laughs> care you'll like it no matter what just play it i don't care uh if you don't own it go get mass effect legendary edition it's probably cheap somewhere mm. you need to be playing these games man they're they're great <laughs> bioware at its at its best Number 12, King's Quest V, another wonderful Sierra puzzle game, or uh, adventure game, rather. Um, not my favorite uh, King's Quest game, probably, but just like just below it, I think. Uh, it does have a couple frustrating dead ends and a couple weird puzzles, but it's still a great game. It's the first uh, VGA uh, point and click uh, King's Quest game. So, um, but yeah, it's a classic Sierra point and click. So, if you like that stuff, King's Quest. The whole King's Quest series should be on your list, but definitely this one, for sure. It's it's on the the list of shame. <laughs> I'll get to it. <laughs> um, Streets of Rage three, um, hands down my favorite beat 'em up uh, of all time. Uh, of course, you know, growing up with the Sega Genesis, there's a ton of them. So <laughs> this is this is you know, I just love those that style of like arcade beat 'em up. Um, it's definitely a very mechanically deep uh game especially for the for that genre um a lot of people like two better because of the music honestly i do think there's some good music tracks in this game but mechanically it is way better than two <laughs> that and it's you know uh the story of the game is more involved there's like multiple endings there's even a false ending if you play on easy this is the one to I get it's a very awesome game yeah and the mm -hmm. graphics too on Genesis. Oh my God! <laughs> but yeah, pushing that Genesis to the limit. <laughs> Speaking of graphics, we're down to the number ten here. I'm gonna give you a game I've talked about ad nauseum on this show. I should have put this in my games we talked about. Jet Set Radio. Ah, friggin' amazing visual style. I don't know if it invented cell shading, but 
but it's definitely one of the first cell shaded games yeah, I can recall. I don't think it did. And <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. It's 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 in mm. the top five of cell shaded games like that that first came out. But yeah, uh, graffiti based Tokyo street punk game. Yeah, ah, good stuff. Uh, number nine, King's Quest Six. This is my favorite <laughs> King's Quest game. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, this go. is my favorite King's Quest game. Um, that that there's debate about that. A lot of people like the varied environments in five more, but I think six is a more solid game. Plus, I play a lot of games for the story, and this has an amazing story, and it has amazing dialogue and descriptions. And this was this uh, game was co-written by Roberta Williams and Jane Jensen. Jane Jensen being a novel writer, so there's a lot of that type of writing in this game. The uh, voice acting is amazing. They actually hired a lot of professional voice actors that you would recognize from other, like Disney stuff and and other productions uh, in this game. So the voice acting is top notch. It is absolutely my favorite uh, King's Quest game. So definitely play this one if you have not. Is Steve is Steve Bloom in it? Steve Blum is not in it. No. <laughs> in fact, Steve Blum might not have even been voice acting. I don't know how old he is, but this was like ninety one, ninety two. I don't know how old he is. No. He may not have been in the scene at that point. He, 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 he didn't have his deep voice. <laughs> yeah. um, so I have, uh, for number eight, Afterburner Climax, uh, which Afterburner, uh, really, there's not, It's people call it a series, but technically there's, really, there's only really two games. Um, after Even yeah. though there's Afterburner 1, 2, and 3, it's really just the same game. Um, and Afterburner 3 <laughs> is not even Afterburner. It's actually G-Lock Air Battle that they kind of like change around and stuff. But Afterburner in general is just like an unbelievable game. Music is amazing. I say that a lot, but this is Sega at its best in the 80s. Uh, Sega's sound team was slapping hard as hell back then. Um, and I remember this is one of the, the few games that I actually owned on a Sega Genesis. Um, te- I mean, literally before I was even born, <laughs> really, uh, you know, it, you know, uh, my dad had this thing, um, uh, in Germany and he had the version with like altered beast and everything Afterburner two was on there and climax is the best version of that game. It's on 360. You can't buy it anywhere <laughs> because they delisted it years ago. Um, I think it was like officially licensed by Northrop Grumman and all sorts of stuff. Like it was crazy. What? And in <laughs> in uh, Georgia, I remember there was a full cabinet at the um, the Chuck E. Cheese's um, in Conyers, right by Georgia Twenty. Um, um, what's it called? Uh, Everyone's right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm very familiar. Right, right yeah, by yeah. I Twenty. I mean, um, and it is. Oh yeah. Is, <laughs> oh my god playing in a full cabinet in afterburner oh climax gosh. the whole thing's moving around is just fucking amazing i mean there's really nothing better than that um but yeah 360 version was also was also really cool um and i can't play it on xbox thanks phil spencer <laughs> jerks but yeah thanks obama <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i have to I'm, i have to think i of missed that, that meme <laughs> It's, I had to bring it back one more time. <laughs> so, uh, okay, we're 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 definitely getting down here now. I think we each have like what a top three at this point. So Something I'm like gonna that. go ahead and give you Dragon Quest Eleven, uh, probably my favorite one in the series. <clears throat> probably not the best story wise. It has an amazing story. Don't get me wrong. Um, and especially definitely rewards you for being a longtime fan. You could play 
Dragon Quest Eleven without having played any of the other ones, but it definitely ties into the first three, especially at the very end if you get the true ending and stuff like that. You'll get more out of it. Uh, talk about a game that just gets you emotionally invested at points. It's, uh, it's, it's to the point where I played this on... I've played and beaten this, like, supposedly 100-hour RPG. Don't take me that long. Mm. On PS4, Xbox, Switch... And 3DS. I've not beaten the PC version yet, but I'm working on it. So. <laughs> uh, number six, Thief 2X. You may not have heard of this, especially if you're not familiar with Thief, but this was a fully-fledged uh, fan-driven mission uh, campaign for Thief 2. Um, it, com- it created uh, new weapons. It has a new female lead, uh, new completely new levels, um, a whole, like, different story and everything to go with it voice acting is great i mean this is and it's available for free it was completely fan made completely free uh to download um but if you like thief 2 or uh you should definitely play this as well um and yeah i mean it's 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 great it's good time (laughs) it's a good time i mean it's classic thiefy action so so now we're in the top five um Mm -hmm. so mine is outrun 2 uh, which I would consider, and I think a lot of other people would also consider, this to be one of the, the greatest 3D arcade racing games of all time. <laughs> it's just, oh, man. Um, playing this, I've played this a couple times in arcades. There's a, one in Patrick Henry. They actually had a, a full out, OutRun 2 cabinet. And just recently, last year, when I went to the... Um, arcade hall of fame in in las vegas they also had an outrun 2 cabinet there and i just i just never you never forget you know how to play the game it's like riding a bike you know i'm drifting like crazy just all over again it's just and i had it on the original xbox um i think it's super expensive now honestly um i think the xbox version is probably the best version of that game outrun 2 is just man uh the music and everything this is also classic sega um the driving model is just uh, they need to make another one or just re-release it just come they on do. give me that shit back give it back if you have to call the if, even if you can't bring back the ferrari license and you have to put some other random thing eh, just, just just change just it. it up a i mean little bit. make up teslas for all i care it's a <laughs> it's a ferrari right <laughs> exactly it's a ferrari oh, yeah. i agree <laughs> Number four, I'm going to give you Persona 4 Golden, yeah. uh, specifically the Golden one. This is my favorite Persona game. It's my second favorite game of all time, definitively. This one is in a order. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't for my number one pick, this would be my number one. It's been kind of running for that race, you know. Uh, I absolutely love this game. The characters, the story, amazing. This is one of the few games, and uh, people that know me know that I can't sit down and play games for hours and hours. This is not this case. I had this on Vita, which was especially bad because there had been plenty of nights where I'd be like, oh, my God, I got to get up and get to work. <laughs> and it'd be two or three in the morning. I just can't stop. Like, I'm just I'm just addicted. Um, but no, it's as, as far as uh, JRPGs go, this is this is top tier for me. Persona 4 Golden. I hope it gets a remake someday like 3 did uh, is, is getting. So everyone needs to play it, though. It's oh, so good. And the anime is amazing, too. Uh, number three, Pokemon Fire Red. Uh, this was the second Pokemon game that I played. I originally played the first Red. Um, 
and then I played Fire Red right after it, and I was like, oh, this is way better because I can carry more than 20 <laughs> items in my bag, and the graphics are nicer, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, all the quality of life stuff. Um, it, it's <clears> kind of <throat> tied with Heart Gold, I think, but I, I like this one slightly better just for the nostalgia factor, I think, uh, and for the ease of yeah. it because I know all the Pokemon, I know the attacks more or less, you know. I, it didn't have all the... The, it, it is a lot more simple, yeah. and I like that about it, too. Yeah, it, it's yeah. still of that era, because it's just a remake of the original Red. It's still of that simplistic era mm. of Pokemon, which is, which is really nice. I still have my original copy of Leaf Green sitting mm. in there, nice. and I, I play it every once in a while. It's amazing. Nice. Um, but yeah, definitely, if you're looking for if you're looking to get into Pokemon and you want to play some of the older stuff, this is probably mm. the best place to start, is Fire Red or Leaf Green. I agree. That's also where Expensive I started. Expensive as hell, though, for no reason. <laughs> that's also where I started my trend of playing as female characters. When you have the choice. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So number two, uh, Metal Gear Solid Three uh, Subsistence specifically. Uh, man, I remember buying this on PS2 uh, around the time it first came out. I actually skipped the original Metal Gear Solid Three. Because I think I heard that Subsistence was coming out. And, of course, Substance came out for Metal Gear Solid 2. So I figured there was going to be a version that came out. It never came out on Xbox, though, sadly. But, um, oh, man, this game is amazing. It's my hands-down favorite Metal Gear Solid game. Best story. Uh, you know, To me, like, just there's no, there's no comparison. Uh, it definitely has... It's my favorite stealth action game, also. Um... And another thing that a lot of people never really talk about that I think is also amazing about this game is the multiplayer. The Metal Gear Online, it was the first time they did that. And it gave me a reason to get my PS2 online. And, uh, you know, I bought a, uh, an adapt, uh, network adapter. Uh-huh. I had it um, connected to my busted-ass laptop. Um, and my laptop is connected <laughs> to the wireless, you know, so I could get online with it. And it takes, PS2 takes forever to lock onto online because it has to do all these stupid checks and everything, these DNAS checks and everything. Um, but once you're online, <laughs> amazing. Um, music is great. And of course, everybody knows, you know, uh, that's played this game, you know, the story and everything. Um, this is... Story yeah, is top This tier. is the only game where I was sitting there and crying like a bitch at the end of the game. I'm not ashamed to say <laughs> <laughs> that that absolutely is happening. And of course, the cover for Subsistence is just amazing. You know, it's just... Uh, 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 big boss, you know, standing there with a, you know, saluting hard as fuck. <laughs> Especially if yeah. you know, you yeah. know the if context you know behind why, that cover. Then it's just like, ah. oh my god, <laughs> just saluting hard as shit with like all these flowers around everywhere, and it's like, this is this is the best. Yeah. <laughs> you can't can't even look at the cover without <laughs> right, like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I mean, and it, of course, you know, I've. I also lo- I've also loved James Bond movies for a really long time, and in just the James Bondness of everything, the the, the fucking <laughs> intro music and everything is just I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know how they ever be yeah. that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely recommend this is the one you go with if you're going to get into Metal Gear. This will if this doesn't get you, yeah. you're not into Metal Gear. Yeah. You're not a Metal Gear guy. And it's completely standalone. I mean, it's technically <laughs> the first in the series, so you really don't need to play the other ones. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just play this one, and then yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're fine. Yep, we're down yep. to number one. Yep. Holy number crap, one we made it, guys. Yep. <laughs> number one picks. 
This is no uh, surprise to anybody <laughs> that Shinmu is my number one favorite game of all time. Probably will be for a long time. It's not a game I recommend to most people, as Jonathan found out the hard way. But it, but it is, it is formative media for me. From the, I, I, probably from, considering the time I played it, I remember getting this game at Best Buy back in the day. Just looking at it and in magazines and stuff like that, and really cemented my love of I, I don't know exactly how to put this like japanese culture but not like city stuff i like country japanese like countryside japanese stuff uh small towns the whole like everybody knows everybody mm-hmm. everyone's i mean you of course you have your bad apples and stuff mm-hmm. like that but like i mean you you can go down to a shop and you know that person and they, you know they see you all the time and everyone's just very it's it almost is like a it's realistic, but it's an unrealistic like parody of how life really is, yeah. or how life was probably was back in the eighties. Living in a small town in mm. Japan, I would imagine, was probably very similar. Yeah, all the whole story stairs. that, that it, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the whole story of your you know is is intriguing and definitely pushes me forward and and definitely speaks to me. But I mean, it's it's really just the setting that keeps me there and and makes me love the game as much I'll as get you I yet do. landy <laughs> i don't He's you know and, and you know we'll probably <laughs> yeah we'll probably have a we'll probably have a shinmu episode at one point but i don't ever think i don't i don't think landy is the true villain mm. of this story so mm-hmm. you know I, I really don't but you know what's funny is that you you say that but like in the end of shinmu 3 you do find him in a castle <laughs> that's true that's very true he's 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 gonna be in a different one at some other point i bet but but yeah no shinmu i could definitely um i I definitely say is my my favorite video game experiences from a gameplay maybe not but i could always go back it's always comforting to be there and just live in that world for a little while i mean that the music when you you know have flashbacks of your father that's some of the best video game music ever to me it's ever top five easy so top three easy probably i'd have to really think mm-hmm. about the other two but yeah shinmu 100 percent my favorite game of all time i don't see it being dethroned anytime mm-hmm. soon right. go ahead with your guys number one number one top pick for me shenmu three <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> Yay, no. um no number one for me is actually black mesa uh, this was, I've talked about this before as well, this is a complete remake of Half-Life in the Half-Life 2 engine. Um, it is excellent. Like, I can't say enough good things about this. They did an amazing job with it. They really poured their heart and souls into this and, and just tur- took a classic and made it better. Um, the, the gunplay, the graphics, everything's better. They took Zen and completely changed it, made it actually fun to play, um, added a lot of like cool little things into that into that part of the game. So if you if you have not played Half Life, you absolutely need to play this version. I don't know if I would say play this before playing the original. It's hard for me to to yes. really recommend that, but the the original really works until the Zen part. So maybe play the original up until zen and then put it down and then go play black mesa from the beginning uh and finish it up that way maybe 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 that do sounds that. like a very reasonable thing to <laughs> yeah, do yeah so <laughs> um but yeah excellent shooter uh definitely should be played by everybody mm-hmm. 
Um, all right, Dwight, you're so you're my number one game of all time uh, is Street Fighter Three, um, speci- specifically Third Strike. Mm-hmm. Um, so this came out in '99, and if you know the story behind Street Fighter Three, this actually did really poorly for Capcom, and it was the uh, not really the reason for the whole fighting game crash of that era, uh, of that era, but it was pretty much the last fighting game until like there's a like a eight year hiatus <laughs> like nobody was really making any fighting games during that time um after that um but in retrospect people have warmed up to this game and consider it the greatest 2d fighting game of all time it's just that at the time nobody cared they all wanted tekken they all wanted 3d stuff mm-hmm. and everything still the best animated uh, fighting game um the, the animation for this game is just unnatural you know it, it's so good um and they put it on an arcade uh, machine or arcade platform that really, uh, there's been a couple other games for it, but this game is just insane compared to a lot of other games at the time. Um, a lot of classic stuff, you know, Evo, uh, that Evo moment when, you know, um, Justin Wong got his ass handed to him or whatever is classic. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I literally yeah. just posted about that in the chat. <laughs> I found this uh, little art print the other day from it and I really wanted to so. get it. I would uh, I would so. say if you want to play a 2D fighting game and you've never really played one before, I would recommend this one. And a lot of people say that it's one of the hardest fighting games to get into. I don't agree. I think this is actually the easiest and simplest fighting game to get into because there's really no crazy systems. Street Fighter 6 is a good game and it has a lot of stuff to ease in new players. But there's a lot of systems. <laughs> there's a lot of mechanics and a lot of shit. You know, this does not have any of that. You tap forward to to parry. That's it. That's really that's it. Hmm. So really easy to do. And of course, timing and when you should be doing it or whatever is when you start getting into the weeds. But very simple. You know exactly what it's what it's going to do. Either you get it or you don't. Um, all the supers are super are very streamlined. You pick which one you want, and then that's it. And it tells you how to do it. <laughs> like it can't get any easier than that. And all the crazy inputs from like Street Fighter Alpha and all the rest of the, all the crazy 720 degree like supers and all that and charge supers. They got rid of all that shit. Everything's a down forward. Very simple. A lot of people forget how simple it was to actually play. Um, the music is amazing. It has a uh jungle slash drum and bass slash jazz slash rap soundtrack they kind of went back to uh, sort of kind of with street fighter 6 but um very of the time there's actually a lot of places games and stuff that had like jungle soundtracks like that but um uh i don't know it's the best character designs everybody wanted street fighter 2 all over again and they didn't get that and so they were kind of mad about it at the time but you know looking back at it now they're like wait a minute no this was amazing <laughs> we didn't need to get street fighter 2 all over again um so yeah awesome game uh, i could recommend it to anybody so well that was a very extensive list gentlemen we did it, it took uh took we did it we took a, a substantial amount of time to get there but i think it'll all turn out very well definitely some of these games i don't recommend mm. to other people but you know hey if you want to give them a go there's a reason why they're our favorites mm. and uh i hope you can see why if you decide to try some of them but i want to thank everybody for joining us for this 100th episode special Woo-hoo! we're gonna yeah we're gonna make it to 200 i'm sure with no deaths still <laughs> i'm all about the dying apparently <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no deaths. Uh, everyone's gonna survive. We're gonna we're we're gonna have one other co co host at that point. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. That's a hundred episodes from now. I'm worried about that. Right <laughs> But in the meantime, if you do enjoy our show, uh, share it with a friend. Uh, you can always contact the show on Twitter, our X, at uh, Game Room Pod. I myself am going to be on Twitter slash X at IRL. I'm going to be streaming on Twitch from time to time. Time to time. I don't know. The time, after time. <laughs> <laughs> time after time. Time after time. Time after time. Yeah. Just follow me. That way you'll know. That's going to be Michael underscore McLeod. Just prepare for whiplash. I again don't know what I'm going to stream. Don't know what I'm going to be playing. You're just it's a surprise. <laughs> you're just gonna you're just gonna find out. Someone that is a little more consistent uh, is going to be Jonathan Duffer. Where can people find you, sir? Uh, I am also on X at Enchantermon and just about everywhere else uh, Enchantermon. Um, I stream on Twitch Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays starting around six o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, I will post all of my announcements on Twitter or on uh, Twitter or X rather. Um, <laughs> it just flows Good right Lord. off the tongue. Uh, I will post <laughs> exactly. all of my stri- going live announcements on X. Um, so, uh, added Chantamon and uh, yeah. Uh, right. You can find right, me at dmoney eighty seven nineteen on Xbox, PlayStation, Steam. Um, but recently I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter 6 so you'll definitely see me on that um Overwatch 2 mm-hmm. you know occasionally um and uh yeah that's about it I mean I I don't know if I'm ever going to go back to Twitch maybe uh we'll see but um mainly I just but it yeah, but if, if you do if, you know there you go. if I do well, I'll, be I'll be on D Money 8719 um I actually do really prefer just streaming mm. on Discord <laughs> but yeah yeah. But no one can watch you on Discord. Maybe. I mean, random people know, yeah, but we can I don't really care about That's them. It. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, just, wow, this excuse the hell out of me. Uh, next episode, we're going to be having two guests, a uh, friend of the show, Jamian, and uh, new newcomer, Rods Caden, will be joining us to be talking about video game stories. Yes. So we'll be looking forward to talking to you uh, about that next week. And until then, see you later. Goodbye. See ya. Goodbye.